I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, it's called Noodles and Company, not Side Salad and Company. Where's Harvey Milk? Mostly white balls. Mostly. Reset the Fury Road clock. There were four nipples. Billy Archer eats a tree. Checking the nudity spreadsheet. Protected only by her ample bosom. Cauliflower Nokia. The, the bear wrestling movie. Forrest Bueller. You ruined the moment, Dad. Snyder Pretzel Cut. Piles of shame with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This is Sarah with Stop and Shop calling with important product recall information. Certain Sargento shredded cheese products have been recalled due to the potential to be contaminated with listerial monocytogenes. Thank you. And there's also a slice of cheese in here. <laughs> It's Harley and me and you in the tree. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, May 3rd, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Yes. Hello. Welcome to a new week. It's a new week. Yeah, man. New month, new week. Time to right. dust off the old whatever you do and get it on there. Hey, uh, oh, yes. I, mean, I was going to tell you offline because it just seemed like a thing I'd tell you on text, but I'll tell you now. Okay. Um, right. I started watching, uh, well, I watched Tenant. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes. I got to say this about Tenant. All right. Um, I know you saw it. I think you saw it in theaters, right? Or something? Saw in theaters. Yeah. Saw it in a, in a mostly empty theater. Uh, Oh, good. It's and it's an impossible movie to say without accidentally adding that second N. Right, ten, which which ten makes it. it incorrect because it's got to be a palindrome. Right, it has to be spelled the same way both directions and forwards. Hey, what's the one where you spell it normal, like like God forward is God and then backward is dog? What's that called? That's a thing, right? There's a name for that. Does anyone know what that is? Uh, My daughter and I were trying to figure that out yesterday, and we couldn't. If there's a name it. for it. I don't know it. I think it's just. Is there some kind it's of name? another word backwards, like dessert and stressed. Uh, I can't remember. It's just not palindrome. That's that's palindrome, not coincidence. Yeah. Heretical is that it? 
Heretical? It might be heretical. Well, ah. palindrome is... Yeah, right. Yeah, palindrome's both ways, but uh, anyway. Palindrome's both ways. So tenant there, ways. which is the time forward, time back business. I don't think I get it. Except, I, I, oh, really? Yeah, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of that movie going, all right, so... I get it. I get the I get the concept yeah. of at the core, which is this reverse versus forward stuff. I get that, right? But <laughs> it's Inception. But instead of a bunch of things in uh, nestled one one inside another, it's it's uh, reversey, right? So yeah. they go through the little uh, the spinning portal thing. Yeah, they're little fa- and now they're they're lucky machines they have in three places or whatever. That's right. Yep, exactly. Did they ever say who made these machines? Were the Russians making? Uh, it was, uh, I thought it was the guy who was. Um, it wasn't uh, Kenneth Branagh. The guy, the it? physicist who buried the artifacts that had to be assembled to make the. Oh, and then killed themselves. Doomsday device. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I guess my problem is the movie. It, it is such a it is such high concept to try to to pull this one off that I yeah. think it didn't work as well for me as I thought it might because I thought Inception was amazing but it uh-huh. sets up certain rules and I don't feel like it followed its its own rules very well. Oh really? Okay. There were just see, points I need of to it see it again. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I am and and for me I'm glad I saw it in theaters because this would be a movie that if I had a an iPad or a laptop or a phone or something in my lap while I was watching it I I, I may not have appreciate it as much hmm. i'm not saying that's what happened with you i'm just saying that that's me i would keep and, looking uh, i would i would be wanting to know stuff i would want to pause it would piss oh you want to be looking stuff up yeah, yeah it drove me crazy because i was like now wait a minute if he does that he does that somebody online knows this so i quickly look up a wikipedia article or something and and she's like watch the movie i'm like okay i'm watching the movie i'm watching the movie mm-hmm. so yeah i i don't know ten it's okay it's just uh hard to Hard to say. It feels yeah, like one of those. You're supposed I, I to really, watch I really enjoy it, but I do need to. I do want to see it again. HBO Max, right? Is HBO words. Max just showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the nice thing is the acting's good. Everyone's real good in it. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you expect that from a Nolan film. It's filmed very nice. All of that. Okay, but that wasn't mm-hmm. the main thing I was going to tell you. The main thing is okay. we went on a bit of a tear yesterday, and we were like, mm-hmm. "All right, we're going to watch." Everybody says I look like the guy from um, Mitchell's versus the Machines. So we're going to watch that. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I do okay. look like that guy. It's kind of weird. Oh right, that's a new uh, animated thing, right? Yeah, Netflix, and it's Netflix. great. It's the uh, at least some of the people behind Spider Verse, uh, so it's similar. Right? Kind of style, yeah, that looks so good. It's very, very good. We loved everything. So there's a the guy in there that looks like you. Oh yeah, uh, played by <laughs> ah, he's the dad, and he's played by uh, Eastbound and Down. What's his name? Oh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. <laughs> Which is for you never. It doesn't feel like a typical Danny McBride performance, but uh. Once you realize it's him, you can hear it. But anyway, uh, oh, that wow. movie's amazing, yeah, just, and uh, Nicole's probably going to recommend it Wednesday, and I'm going to jump on that bandwagon as well. It, yeah. it deserves already this early to be 2022's award for best animated feature. It's so good, so that good. good, excellent. All right, I'm excited to see it. I loved every second of it. Olivia Coleman's in it. She's amazing. Mm. Uh, very British in it. She's like, oh, you're just great. Everybody's great. They're all great. Maya Rudolph, all of them. They're all great. Conan O'Brien's in it for a hot minute. Weird as hell. It's great. So good. <laughs> cool. Yeah, 2022 Icor. That's when they give out the next Academy Awards. That's when they would have the next Oscars. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean that the film is from 2022. Anyway, here's the point, Brian. I watched yes. the first half of uh, 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 Justice League there. The Justice okay. League, yeah, you know. Oh, the oh, the uh, right, the the Snyder recut. Yeah, the Snyder cut, the four by three, 
uh, dark blue <laughs> masterpiece. Yes, uh, uh, that is the, the Snyder Cut. I will say I'm having a good time. We stopped sure. it there because yeah. you know not we don't have all day. But I, I stopped there and said, all right, now mm-hmm. we'll watch the other two hours sometime later this week. And Kim's like, sure, that'd be great. I thought it was broken up into four succinct chapters. It's not. It's broken up into like nine or ten. Six or yeah, is it is it really that many? Yeah, I know there's, there's a, a bunch. Ton. I know that uh, there's a ton. So I kept thinking, oh yeah. All right, were they already? That was a fast hour. And then I looked at it and went, oh, no, this isn't broken yeah. by hours. This- yeah, I binged it over four nights, but I definitely saw more than one chapter. Right. Most right, right. nights. So Now, mm-hmm. the standout for me, okay, I'm having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's not, how do I put this? I'm not a hater like most Zack Snyder haters. I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I like, I like a lot of what Zack Snyder does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this feels a lot like that. It's uh, you know, it's no Avengers uh, Endgame or Infinity War. It's not. It's not even close. But it's 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 all right so far. It's fine. Yeah, you know what? It's um, it's here's the thing. I mean, I, the the comparison that I give, it's it's better than adequate for me. Yeah, you know, I I enjoyed it more than just like all right. Well, I watched it. Uh, achievement unlocked. Right. But it's not. It just doesn't have. For me, again, personal opinion, just didn't have the fun of most of the MCU movies. Right. I don't know that Zack Snyder can do fun. I think he can do I don't know if he can. big, yeah. loud, epic, cool-looking, yes. you know, slow-mo rad. I think he can do all that. But I don't think he's meant for for like f- the fun side that comics can have. And that's yeah. unfortunate because yeah. they're, you know, he's their guy for all this and it's just is what it is. But um you know, and it's impossible to not notice when, and comics do this all the time, right? There's two, there's two Captain Marvels in the in the freaking DC and Marvel universe, and one of them right. legally can't call themselves that anymore. And <laughs> like, there's all these like, you know, someone will make this character, and on the other side they'll go, oh, we'll make one kind of like that guy, and that happens right. a lot. Well, in this movie, you couldn't help but notice things like these mother boxes, which I know were pulled from some DC stories, are basically Infinity Stones, and. You know, Dark Side is yes, basically right. Thanos. He's basically and Thanos, yeah. Steppenwolf he's even got is, his uh, uh, despair as kind of one of his uh, Black Order and stuff like that. Right. J.C. Calhoun says, there were lots of jokes in it. Yes. <laughs> jokes doesn't mean it's fun. There were lots yeah. of jokes and look who's talking to. Right. Wasn't fun. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't like... I always say dark. <laughs> I always say Dark Seed, but it's pronounced side. Anyway. Dark Seed, Dark Side. Uh, but he... Uh, Steppenwolf, the the metal always changing, undulating armor oh, yeah. guy. Oh yeah, super cool, awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so yes. awesome! And that actor, I love that dude. He's in uh, Rome and Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff. He's great. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's it's all fun and games. But you let me tell you what my favorite part is. It's that soundtrack that? made by none other than Hulkenberg himself, aka Junkie XL, aka creator of the fantastic soundtrack in everyone's favorite movie. Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> there you go, folks. Yeah. Reset the cal- reset the counter to zero. <laughs> yep. If you could see what I'm putting on screen right now, you would laugh. Because I Oh uh, really? Okay. I, wanna, I gotta thank JC. Have you there. had it up for a while? No, because it was uh, I just barely put it up. So JK Grammar made a little this podcast has gone blank days without a Mad Max Fury Road reference. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I had to edit it a little bit for size, but uh it's now it's it'll now pop up anytime we <laughs> mention it. And it'll probably never go past zero, Excellent. you guys. That's just how it is. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, J.K. Grant. That's awesome. funny. Very All right. good. Cool. I promised you last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what you think when you see the rest of it. 
yeah, I'll get. We will definitely do it. Kim's really enjoying it. Um, I think the Wonder Woman stuff's really strong, by the way. Yes. Uh, oh, it for sure is. And uh, I mean, you know, there's like this blast that can take out half of a floor of this uh, museum. <laughs> Just protected by her, her. <laughs> well, didn't she make it? I thought she made it. Didn't she? That was her whole thing. Is she, 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 she's the thing that took out that building wasn't the bomb. She threw that up into into well, low orbit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So right, she right. Goes, yeah. She goes, again, she? it's been a little while since. Seen it. That's right. Yes, it was the 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 deal with that to take out the guy to stop him from setting off. Uh, yeah, Ruse uh, Bolton from uh, Game of Thrones. There's all kinds of Game of Thrones people in this movie. I know, but there's you know it takes out half of the building that direction. Kids completely unharmed behind her. Yeah, well, one would hope that the force goes out from those wrist things. But one would hope. One would hope. <laughs> one would hope. <laughs> Feels a little risky to be just popping that off. Yes, exactly. Um, anyway, anyway, it's yes. uh, it's fun time, and I think she's handled really well, and I think. Uh, I think the, Aquaman has handled uh, Momoa is doing a great job too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually casting. Argue, I think is great. Yeah, no, they're great. The yeah. Flash kid's great. They're mm-hmm. all fine. I like Cyborg. He looks a little too. He's too ornate. He needs less shit everywhere. It needs right, to be more right. smoothed needs out. Needs to be right. He's too faceted. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't like that. It's like what they do with Transformers. It's too much. It's like back up a little bit and smooth it out. Right. Um, but uh, the other thing I was going to say is the Wonder Woman stuff in this, I think, is actually better than the second Wonder Woman movie <laughs> was. So so there's yeah. that. Um, anyway, it's fun time. I'll let you know what I think on the other side of it. Uh, all right. Cool. I promised last week I would tell you the Noodles and Company story. Yes. So now <laughs> I'm I seeing tell this you. photo, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty bad. So, Chad, I'll show you this photo as well. Let's put this up on screen. Okay. So this is what came to my daughter when she ordered a side salad. <laughs> From Noodles and Company, along with the whatever else they got that had like freaking noodles in it, and um, sure. it, it showed sure. up at the door like this and just looked real, real gnarly. Um, I mean, it looks like one part of that is the center section that you throw away of the lettuce, <laughs> of the head of lettuce. All of it does. To me, that looks like what you get. You put in a like a, um, I don't know, like a panda in uh, a rabbit's in, cage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, where's the panda ex- enclosure? We need to feed him. It's noon or whatever. Right, it's like right. that. Anyway, so we did yeah. that, and it came and it was bad. And I got on Twitter, and I wasn't even like super rude about it. I just basically said, "Ooh, noodles and company." I can't tell if this is really a side salad or a blah, 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 some joke about probably a panda yeah. enclosure. I think is what I did, and then I just moved on. I didn't think much about it. Yeah, I get a I get an email from uh-huh. the Western States head of noodles and company. Oh, um, whatever he manages everything in the in the Western region. So mm-hmm. it's like California, us, Arizona. You know what the West is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he um, he was really contrite and apologetic, like really over the top, like wanting to make up for this. And I oh, thought, good. oh, well, this is nice. And I said, well, you know, I don't. We're not here to get. Any, I don't want to get anybody fired or anything. This, you know, mm-hmm. for all I know, this is just them in a rush and they threw what they had in there. And I don't, you know, we don't know. We just. He goes, well, yes, but we expect much more from our this and that. And um, he asked me to give him the store. And I said, I will only tell you the store if you promise you're not going to get somebody fired over this. And he wrote Mm -hmm. back and says, I will not fire anybody. This will all be confidential. I just want to be able to let that management know that, hey, you know, up your game when it comes to what you're sending out. Do an actual salad. Yeah. So I (laughs) I believed him and uh, took him at his word at that. I hope no one got fired. 
Um, and then he wrote back and said, uh, uh, you know, thanks for, for letting us know. It's really important to us that we take care of this stuff. And I was really, I was like genuinely impressed with all of this. And then he's, and then in the mail a couple days later, I got three free, uh, noodle bowl coupons. Nice. Yeah. Good. It's so, funny. We actually had noodles and company, uh, this last week. Yeah. Thursday, Thursday night, we took it to, uh, took it to trivia because the bar that we go to is a, uh, brewery only it's a tap house and they say yeah order your grub hub have it delivered here there's a wing place around the way etc we're both like yeah kind of in the mood for and i had cauliflower gnocchi mm. it was not zucchini <laughs> it was cauliflower gnocchi people <laughs> and um it was great it was uh, uh super super tasty nothing wrong with a good bowl of noodles with things in it it's fine right yeah but i would only get i mean I think I'd only get noodles there, and especially after seeing this. Yeah, don't get the salad is what I'm. I guess what I'm saying is, even after all of this, I'm still yeah, not sure still the salad's like, a good choice. Also, when right, do they start just right. putting it in like a box? That seems a seems weird. Plastics usually well, it's your a jam. To go order, right? Yeah, or did but, they serve that to you at the place? No, that's definitely a to go order. But my question is, like, is is a box really our best? Uh, is that our best solution for? Putting food in, I don't know. I guess it's waxed in there. You, would you rather have a paper sack? No, what you, I'm not sure what you're. <laughs> no, when no the salad itself. When's the last time you got a salad in a box in in cardboard? Like it looks like a it looks like a Chinese food kind of box. Oh, I don't know. It looks like maybe it's it a is. it's a Chinese food box with the lid open. I'm that's that's kind of what I would expect. Or a styrofoam tray. This one is a little bit more. Uh, I feel like it's always been in a plastic translucent thing whenever i get one. Oh, i know what you're saying like yeah their their noodles absolutely come in those because that's what what we got our noodles in on thursday yeah but um uh you know some have suggested by the way that uh yes had i not had a you know decent following on twitter and mm-hmm. hadn't put this online there mark. would have been nothing yeah. Um, maybe, uh, you know, that's a weird maybe. part of life these days. Like, uh, you get more done with a tweet than you do with a phone call. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't yeah. feel like I like my goal was not to drag them. My goal was just to say, Oh, look at this. Like, it's just a, you know, relatable moment of that's a nasty salad. Anyway, moving on with my day, but they responded, <laughs> they responded really well and were really cool to, uh, to us. So I just wanted to put a, do a cool. shout out for noodles and company. At least you didn't tell them, you know, do a post that said that you were uh, triggered by their uh, by their oh, salad. No. Yeah, it's definitely not like triggered. a definitely not like a Karen post at all. Like not even. <laughs> I'm thinking more along the lines. Of, did you hear the Demi Lovato thing uh, last month? No. What'd she do? She started a tweet, not really a tweet war, but she called out a frozen yogurt place in Los Angeles because. Um, she went in there assuming that everything in there was sugar free. And guess what? You go to a frozen yogurt place, there are going to be some things there that have sugar. Almost some all things of there it. that have dairy, some things exactly. And um, isn't it the other way she, that you might get lucky if something's sugar free? Not the, right, not exactly. The other way. It's like you'll see a label if it's sugar free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she assumed that everything in there was sugar free because it's frozen yogurt. Of course, it's got to be sugar free. And so she like immediately got on Instagram and said, uh, this place sucks. They're, uh, they're nothing's their, their, their food is not labeled and it's triggering to those with uh, eating disorders. Wow. Really? <laughs> I'm going to say then, that's too much. I'm going to say she went over the line there. 
I, I think she went over the line. That was a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, Karening. Yes. Yeah, I also think maybe she's in a place in her life where she uh, her expectations don't match reality. Is what I'm thinking. I think so very much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Having uh, <clears throat> as someone who had a sugar free sherbet this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you that that place had sugar everything, and then mm-hmm. one thing that said <laughs> sugar zero free. sugar sherbet, and that's the one I got to have. <laughs> That's how it works, yep, lady. Exactly. I don't even exactly. know any of her music. Give me a oh, song. Oh, I think it looks like I'm looking at what J.C. Calhoun posted. I think I might have gotten it wrong. It was the other way around. She slammed the shop for carrying sugar-free cookies and other diet foods, which she saw as perpetuating a culture of body shame and disordered eating. So it's even worse than I thought. Well, some <laughs> of us are borderline diabetic. We can't have the sugar, so calm down, Exactly. Karen. Exactly. Lame. I'm glad they're truth. Truth, Tigress and I are in agreement here. I really like the places are having options. Otherwise, I don't eat. Totally, me too. Her actual tweet was, finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from at the Big Chill Official when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter, she wrote. Do better, please. What? Is she the same one that did the video that's so super controversial that basically mimicked her o- her overdose experience and everyone's pissed out oh, every time? Did she really? Yeah, oh, she geez. did. So she she OD'd some time ago, I guess, and then this new music video is her singing through her overdose. And she's in a hospital and the stuff tied to her and everything. And she thinks it's this expression of like, this is what I went through. I went through this, you know, this whole thing. And other people are looking at it and going, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, shitty. You shouldn't speak for everybody who yeah, no have got no place in their life where an overdose has happened or there's anything like like this is just not a good victim thing. I don't know. Wow, Demi Lovato, yeah. who are you? What's the deal? I just right, remember exactly. her from that weird beach movie with uh, James Franco, where he was the pimp or whatever. What was that? <laughs> uh, uh, Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I've I'm, never seen it, and I I want to, but I know that it's it's very. Uh, Whew, it looks it looks uh, creepy. It's it just gar- looks creepy. It's Garbaggio, I thought. It's the music's really cool though. I'll give it that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, but it's not even it's not even good. It's I I mean I like the How do I put this? It's very <laughs> purient and it's meant to just be like, ooh, yeah, young girls, like ooh. Uh, like there's something about it that's just real got a high creep factor. I will say James okay. Franco, either because maybe a real life experience, I don't know, but he's very good at this creepy pimpy guy. Sure, sure. And the girls all seem like they're on heroin. And then when there's the beach parties, there's some great like techno beach music. That stuff's great. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Other than that, that doesn't sound like enough. That does not sound like enough for me to watch. Brian, no. don't waste your time. Is what I'm saying. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah, okay, good. Done. But I will say, speaking of dub, well, I didn't really say dub, but speaking of not wasting your time, <laughs> Brian and I are going to give the big thumbs up to what the dub, a game we played on yeah. the, our, uh, our our play date on Friday or Saturday, rather. That game's great. It's totally fun. A little dirty, but fun. Uh, it, well, it's only dirty if you make it dirty, right? I mean, it. It's uh, easily made dirty. Let me put it that way. Easily made dirty. There's like if you play this with the family, you're if you don't if you're not tempted to put something rude or gross in as a uh as an answer to one of these things, then you're uh you're, you're not going to win. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. For those at home who don't know, this is how it worked basically. You'd get a old uh out of print, you know, non-copyrighted crappy movie clip. It was very film sacky sort of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And it would be a scene 
and in the scene, I saw one with Richard Price. That's as close as we got to like anyone I recognized. Um, right. The rest of oh, them, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. What did yeah. I say? What did I say? Mm-hmm. Richard. Richard Price. Richard Price. Who even is that? I don't know. There's no Richard Price. Vincent's Vincent's uh, younger brother. Yeah. Dick Price. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then you they say a thing, and then they will have a blank space either in between dialogue or at the very end of this dialogue. It's a very short clip. And then the rest, then it's your job, all of you, to mm-hmm. fill it in. Like, say, well, what did they say? Create and your own. Yeah. Right. And you're not trying to and be accurate. You're trying to make people laugh. You're trying to be the funniest. Exactly. And, it's one of those, it's yeah. like a typical Jackbox game, even though this isn't Jackbox, but it's one of those games where everybody comes up with an answer. Everybody votes on whose answer is funniest. That person gets the points. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And yeah. then... And then you all laugh and have a good time. Well, the 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 basic trick of that is, of course, you're going to be a little naughty, you know. Of course, you can't help yes. it. The guy walked in Boy, and said, did. "Ah, what? Are those, one guy breathed in somebody else's face." <laughs> yes, right. A woman said, "Let me smell your breath," and, and he he's goes, like, ah. "Like," and then she says something, and of course, we're going to think of the worst possible thing. Right, of course. I yes. had a poo for lunch, or you know, something horrible. Yeah. Cat vomit, uh, nipples kept coming up. The word "nipple," I think, was the most used word in our in our entire game. Oh yeah, that, it was like uh, four rounds in a row, just four nipples in a row. It's yes, crazy. Yes, it's more nipples than any one man should have. Uh, I think people try to write things that sound like you would say them because they think they'll get votes because people <laughs> think that it's Scots. <laughs> that did happen a couple of times. Where I was like, "All right, yeah. you guys." It was really fun though, and I recommend it. It's like eight bucks on Steam. It's like nothing, and uh, they're about to put a big update in there to let you have the whole audience vote and play, which um, is great. Yeah, yeah. The, really the cool. creator of the game actually even showed up for the uh, for a TMS play date, and we were talking with them. And oh yeah, that's right. He's uh, he's out there stream sniping. Found us, and Mark uh, Nova, I think, or uh, something like that. Right? Uh, I feel bad. I should remember the guy's name zondar lord of the fourth dimension i don't remember mark zorn mark zorn that's it and it was a z knew there was a z anyway that's a good time we super really cool fun. very good yeah. stuff yeah so check it out what the dub on steam and possibly other platforms i'm just not aware of okay okay it's time for us to play babble royale and uh to do it one brian dunaway asked to join the call and i'm way behind so <laughs> sorry so that tells you where I'm at. Nope, here we I go. can talk for a while while you're pulling Brian Dunaway in. Uh, well, yeah, so, he's on uh, his way. There you go. Hey, That's in it. case we don't get to news today, Brian, uh, is there anything going on that you've released on podcast today? Anything that we There is know? nothing today. Tomorrow we'll see some ANTP shows. Um, normally there's a soundography on Mondays, but there is not one today. Uh, well, today is a, it's a Monday. We're taking it slow. We're taking it easy. Kind of taking it slow. Nothing wrong yes. with that. All right, check this out. Welcome to the show, Brian Dunaway, all the way from South Carolina. And uh, honestly, he's always right here in our hearts anyway, so he never really leaves. Brian, hi. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you guys today? Hey, man. Good, sir. How are you? It's Monday. You can't take it easy on Monday. I mean, that's Friday talk. On Monday, you're supposed to give it all your effort, so by Wednesday, you can be like, meh. You can coast a little bit? Gotcha. Good to know. Good to know. Put all your effort up front. That way you don't stress out later in the week, man. Yeah. Did you say that away? You did, didn't you? I like that. That away. That away. Oh, that's awesome. The way we do it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. We're going to bring on a listener and play a little game. Let's find out who's been holding. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? 
Hey, this is Michael Tiger Fay from Columbus, Ohio. Well, hello, hey. Michael Tiger Fay from Columbus, Listen Ohio. Listen to that voice. Yeah, he sounds great. Looks like he's in the room with me. Yeah, that's really good. That's the best, maybe the best we've ever had. Also, we met, right, when I was in Columbus? Didn't we meet? Uh, we didn't meet, but you did remove me from a reality show called America's Next Top Podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right, I did. Well, I say I. You know, it was a group effort. All the judges participated. Yeah, we could look at the voting. I think it really was you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved it there. I want to go back to Columbus when things get normal. I liked it a oh, lot. Yeah. That's a cool town. Um, all right. We're going to uh, now play this game. Brian Ibbett's got to explain it, though, and uh, work out what you could win. Brian? That's correct, Scott. So I'm writing his name here in, in the chat so that if uh, we, we don't get his prize to him today, it's not like, oh, yeah, who won on Monday? Uh, I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, well, the win goes to the other player. Naturally, Michael Tiger Faye, your job is to predict, uh, predict who is going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you're playing for a personal random sketch from Scott on a a, a limited edition TMS card, yeah. as well as a frog pants print pack or yes. frob pants, as Scott wrote. Oh. Is, that, is that right? Frob pants? Frob pants. Oh, okay. I have an announcement. Uh, I, I, <laughs> we're officially I was going to save this for later, but I'll go ahead and tell you now. We're changing it to frob pants. Welcome. Oh, finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. Frob frob pants. Pants. <laughs> I've been lobbying for frobbing for this for a long time. Uh, all right. So uh, before they can start, they need a topic. Let's give them a topic. They might have expected this. They might have prepared for this because last but week we did the Oscar winners. We, we did not. But yeah. Most likely we did not. Yeah. Last week we had the uh, most nominated women in the history of the oh. Academy Awards. Today let's do the most nominated men in the history of the Academy Awards. Okay. I've got a list of about 30 names. I did not write down the number like I usually do. Sorry, Bobby. Um uh, but all of them have had five or more nominations for Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. Keep in mind, like we saw with last week, some of these people might have gotten nominations for being a director, but uh, those don't count. Only oh. Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. Well, that's a good point. Okay. And then some of these have also won. That includes yes. those nominations. Okay. Correct. Yes. Right. Uh, whether they won or not, it's how many times they got nominated that matters. Got it. Um, so, uh, Michael Tiger Fahey, you've heard the, uh, the the confidence level of our contestants. Who would who would you like to go first? And the vigorous way Brian pronounced your name. Who would you like Michael to go Tiger first? Fahey. I like it. <laughs> right. And who do you think? And also, who do you think is going to win? There's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, if I recall last week uh, with the women, I think Scott did pretty well. Um, did. I'm going to go ahead and say Scott and then let Brian go first. All right. You recalled correctly. Yeah. I think at the, at the end of last week, I said, please, no more Oscar questions because I suck at them. <laughs> Here we are. Monday. Yep. Yep. Really? Did we, we say that? I remember Here if we said that or not. Oh, well, well, I guess we did. Huh? The question was in the hat, and if it wasn't about to change it. <laughs> Here's why I think you should do fine, because you are a film fan, and I think a lot of these names will just come to you. I think you'll do just fine. I think I I'm still going to win, I, but I think you'll do fine. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go right up top. I'm going to go with um, Robert De Niro. <laughs> Bobby De Niro. By the way, I, I meant to tell you guys, you each have, just like we did last week, you each have two mulligans. Oh, two mulligans. Not I don't like how you, you brought that one? up immediately after my first answer. Mm. <laughs> 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 Makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Well, 
it's funny you say that because no, no I'm kidding. Robert De Niro's oh got seven nominations, five for best actor, two for best supporting actor. He's only won twice. And those wins were for really? the Godfather part two and for raging bull. Godfather part two. Interesting. Such a side role. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, let's okay. do his uh, his buddy Al Pacino. Let's get him in there. That's the other guy, I was the other guy from uh, that movie there. Al Pacino. Take a flamethrower to this place. <laughs> uh, nine nominations. Nine. Five Dang, for best Governor, I went with the wrong one. You did. Well, it doesn't matter. No, you it's got not it like right. you get more points yeah, higher right. in the list. I know, but I got the more cachet. Uh, Al Pacino's only won once. Do you guys know the movie? Scent of a Woman, I believe. Yeah, I just gave it to you, basically. Yep, that's exactly uh-huh. right. Yeah. Yep. I wonder what she smelled like. Um, <laughs> like a woman. Duh. Like a woman. Like that lady in that, or like, like what's her name in that film sack right. movie you just watched after being in that ship in 147 <laughs> degrees. Anyway. Well, it wouldn't exactly. be the Oscars if Jack Nicholson, or maybe he wouldn't be a basketball game. But anyway, Jack Nicholson's always at the Oscars. Surely he must be doing more than just hanging out. He's going to go uh, with. He's, go ahead. Oh, that's it. I'm going to go with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> there you go. I was just going to say, he's always in the front row, no matter what. He's always yeah. in the front row, whether it's I'm a here. basketball game or the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I'm here uh, and I'm happy. Yeah, that dude has uh, 12 nominations. Holy he's actually got the most nominations on the men's side of things. Nothing oh. compared to Meryl Streep's 21. But uh, Jack Nicholson has eight best acting and four best supporting acting nominations. Nice. He's won nice. three times. Okay, I know these. First, All right. uh, best actor for uh, the one with Helen Hunt. Um, the uh, As good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Yes. And His cameo in Prince's The Batman. <laughs> Shut up. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now you threw me. I can't remember the other two. <laughs> Oh, oh, good. Uh, one good. flew over the cuckoo's nest. Did he win for that? He did win for that. Yes. Okay. And then, ah, shit. I don't remember the third one. Uh, Terms of endearment. Ow. And where I was been. inches from a clean getaway. It should have been. It was a very competitive year in 06, 07, So I'm not surprised. But he should have won for The Departed. He was so good. Yeah. In the Departed. He really was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Okay. All right. Back to you, Scott. All right, let's go with. Uh, oh, it just slipped who I was going to pick. Um, what's the upper limit again? Is it six? What was it? I just got one. Five. Five. Five or more nominations. Uh, I think my head. probably Jimmy Store. Jimmy Store. Jimmy <laughs> Store has been nominated uh, exactly five times. Oh my gosh. Ooh. <laughs> um, Never nominated for best supporting actor because when you have Jimmy Stewart in your in your movie, he is the best actor. Five nominations, only one win, and it wasn't for any of his uh, Hitchcock stuff. It was uh, the Philadelphia Story in 1941 nice. that James Stewart won for. Nice. I thought he won for Mr. Smith, or maybe he was nominated. I don't know. He was nominated, but he did not win for okay. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. What about that? Uh, what about that? That monkey movie? What was that one? Yeah. Or, or am I thinking about the yep. rabbit one? You're thinking about the invisible rabbit, Harvey. That's it. Harvey, that's it. Harvey. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, wait, make me. No, no, it's a wonderful life. No, I've got one in my head. Shut up. Um (laughs) It's definitely definitely gotta be Dustin Hoffman. Definitely gotta have been definitely definitely Dustin Hoffman. Definitely at least a couple of times. Uh yeah. Seven nominations for best actor, zero nominations for best supporting actor. Um, Oh. 
I know he doesn't support, again, does he? He doesn't support. He's unsupportable. Yeah. Uh, Kramer versus Kramer and Rain Man, his only wins in the. Uh, I knew Rain Man was one. I wasn't sure about the other. Yeah, one. definitely. I thought he won for. Um, or no, he's nominated for best supporting in that uh, um, American Gigolo, right? Was he nominated? Uh, was Dustin How about his... even in American Gigolo? <laughs> yes. How about his role in uh, Meet the Parents Part 2? Yes. No, 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 you're thinking of uh, Midnight Cowboy. Or Midnight Cowboy, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was one about dude prostitutes. I knew that. <laughs> uh, he might have been nominated for Best Actor for that. Um, but not supporting. Even though, oh. even though Voight was kind of the main... Well, I think Voight did get nominated for Best Actor. I thought supporting... I thought there was a supporting nom for him. I guess not. I'm going to look it up here. Because um, he definitely he was the main nominated guy. for Best Actor for Midnight Cowboy. Really? So it might have been it might have been one of those situations where it was dual. Mm. Um, I think it Midnight was. Cowboy, they didn't give Vo- uh, did, it, did they nominate Voight? Because Voight's terrible. Did he get anything? Uh, yes. Be- uh, John Voight was also nominated for Best Actor. As uh, the Anaconda. Yeah, as the Anaconda. who, or as, the, the, as the guy that got spit out the Anaconda and winked <laughs> at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Continue All on, right. Brian. Your turn. Oh, is or, it my turn again? Or is it my turn? Yeah. Wait, who, who who got the last that one? That was uh, Scott had that one. Okay. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sorry. What did he say? Because I said Dustin Hoffman. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't hear what he said. I was like, oh, crap. I missed it. <laughs> no, it's my turn. Okay, good. Um, it, is, it is back to Scott. Woo. Okay, let's do uh, 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 Denzel Washington. Oh, that's Denzel Washington. Uh, eight nominations, six for best actor, two for best supporting actor. His two wins. Wait, let me guess. Yep. Uh, the, the one. One, with, one uh, I think is obvious, and the other one's like, oh yeah, right. Uh, the one, the, the one with the the, the uh, uh, training day, training day, training then, days. Yep, oh, that's, yeah. That's and then two. Uh, hold on. Just, is Scott uh, getting extra points for this? Because we're really no, just. He did, he did, did he win for? I know, but I'm. Just, I'm. I'm. This is this is trivia. I'm good at. Uh, uh, glory. No, he's nominated he did, in Glory. Are, didn't win. Are you sure you're he good at this? For, he did win for Glory. We won for. I glory, think you okay. think you're good at this. I uh, dude, Did you remember that he got nominated and won for Glory? I don't think you did. I did. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I'll take my win. Continue. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, these are the ones I remember, the ones that have all the controversy around them. I'm going to go with Leonardo DiCaprio for being nominated 20 times and never being ever or until recently selected, right? He won for... Uh, That's exactly right, yes. He won for that bear what wrestling movie. What did he win for, Scott? Oh, the bear wrestling movie. Uh, That's absolutely right, yes. Yeah. Uh, he won for The Revenant. Revenant. Uh, that is his only win, despite having six nominations. Five it's for best actor. Six? Yeah. yeah, five for best okay. actor, one for uh, supporting actor. But um, he won. He got a supporting actor for Gilbert's Grape, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of other shit. Departed's in there for nom. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think the Aviator. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe Inception. I don't remember with Inception. Probably not. That was too much of a big crowd pleaser. Yeah, I don't think that was. Um, let's see. He was nominated for. Let's see. You know what's hilarious is though the least amount of acting he actually did was in the Revenant because he was like muted for most of the movie. That's such a bummer. <laughs> that's, that's what they find. That you're right. doing it right. They said. Uh, Aviator, right. Blood Diamond, Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. 
Blood Diamond's Baby was good, good. Dude. Blood Diamond's underrated. Everyone should see Blood Diamond. It's very good. Anyway. It is good. All right. I think you should have won one for just saying Rose that so many times. <laughs> it's a lot of times. Okay. Uh, let's do, uh, let's get your, uh, let's get your, um, I think Morgan Freeman's probably on this list. Morgan Freeman? Oh. You, you think see? correctly. Yes, yeah. he's uh, had five nominations, only one win. Uh, three Best Actor, two Supporting Driving Actor. Driving Miss Daisy, one, right? four. Driving Miss Daisy. No. Hold I would have thought that, too. Hold on, hold on. Hmm. Really? Yeah, really. Driving Miss Daisy. Surprised. That, that would have been my my guess, too. He was nominated for that, but he did not win. Oh, I've got that all wrong in my head, then. What was the movie? Million Dollar Baby. Oh. This is, this is uh, finally his win. Um, Boo! <laughs> yeah, uh, Street Smart in 1987, nomination for Driving Miss Daisy, nomination for Shawshank, and nomination for Invictus, but his only win was uh, supporting actor for Million Dollar Baby. Okay. I've never seen that movie. Mm, baby. It's good. I'm, yeah, it's it's, probably it's see what it. you'd expect from a boxing sports movie like... Uh, well, it sounds like, like a cut above, though, right? Because you know that thing was nominated for all sorts of shit that year, and mm-hmm. like it's better. I mean, than it's, your it's good, yeah. but it's not. It's not unpredictable, I guess. Is sports movies that win Oscars usually aren't, though? Yeah, Rocky's a good, a good example of one that was kind of unpredictable. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, I know you didn't think it was going to win, and they came back at the very end. You know what a movie, a great movie that should have won all the awards, so sports movie Miracle. If you've never seen Miracle, amazing. Even if you don't like hockey. Or the 80s. Watch it. It's great. Yeah, right. You don't like hockey or the 80s. Well, it's happened in <laughs> the 80s. And you want me to watch your stupid hockey 80s movie. <laughs> it right. didn't come out it. in the 80s. It's newer than that, but um, it's very good. Kurt, uh, Michael, or, um, I can think of his name. No, the miracle is about Miracle on Ice, right? No. One of two things is going to happen here. Natural was the baseball one. Natural is the baseball one. But Miracle is based on a real story. It was us beating the Russians during the height of the Cold War. And it's, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, One of two things is going to happen here. You're going to give me an answer. Who's Star-Lord's dad, though? What's his name? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He's amazing. He's a coach in it. He's really good. All right. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. Do you want to use that one, Brian? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think Kurt Russell's on that list. Okay, you know me. I'm like I said. I'm going to stick with the. I'm going to stick with the. Not necessarily controversial, but it definitely made some buzz. Some people were giving it some crap. I'm going to go with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin been nominated for a few. Phoenix. Not six. Oh, right? I don't like to. Am I saying it wrong? Is that the problem? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. <laughs> Phoenix, Joaquin, brother, brother of River Phoenix. Uh huh. Only Joaquin. What? Go ahead. Four nominations. Shut up, hole. Three yeah. best actor and uh, one best supporting actor. Of course, he did get his one win a couple years Joker, ago for right? the Joker. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Joker. Oh, There's your gotta... first. Uh, your first. What about what about when Morgan. he got stabbed that one time? That one time. In yep. the village. Yeah, 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 you got that. That was a, right. that was a supporting actor. Role Adrian Brody <laughs> stabbed him right in the gut. <laughs> all right brian you got to rapid fire the next oh, one. Oh, it's my yeah. turn okay all right, 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 right sorry, sorry 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 okay oh, oh, oh. i'm gonna go with uh, uh controversial never shows up um marlon brando that's it's a like very nominated... good one like okay good yeah okay, that's a very good. good one to say uh seven best actor nominations one oh. best supporting actor nomination very famously had uh sasheen little feather go yes. and accept his award for hold on let me guess the 
Yeah, go ahead. Godfather. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Did he get one for Streetcar Named Desire? He's nominated. That he year. did not. Uh, he won for On the Waterfront and The Godfather, and uh, okay. that's it. Did he get the uh, best supporting for uh, uh, Apocalypse Now? Was that a thing? Um, he should have. Because that's a hell of a thing, man. That yeah, holds up. That is a hell of a thing. Freak people should watch um, that movie now. It Streetcar like- Named Desire, Viva Zapata, Julius Caesar, On the Waterfront, Sayonara, The Godfather, Last Tango in Paris, and A Dry White Season, his Ooh. only nomination. So, wait, wait. No, a Dry White up. Season? Yeah. What is that? Dry mean? White Season. That's what you have Excellent. after you're done putting butter on your on your bum. From the other movie from Paris. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't want to be dry. You know, you want to, you know what before, right? That's what I'm no, saying. Answer. That's exactly right. It's too late <laughs> at that point. All right. Um, nice Tomato says, wait, are there any women on this list? Uh, no, of what, course dude? not. <laughs> well, we said best male actor. We didn't say actor, so you would think, right. Uh, yeah, women was last week. That was last week, Nice Tomato. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, um, uh, uh, Tom Hanks, I think, maybe falls <laughs> oh, into this. Oh, dang, that's a good one. Oh, why didn't I think of one. that? It's a very Hanks. good one. Uh, uh, it's a good one because it's right. Six nominations, five for Best Actor, one for Best Supporting Actor, one twice. Uh, uh, Fer- uh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, Forrest Gump. And uh, 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 twice, you say. Uh, oh, Philadelphia is the other one. Philadelphia. Is Philadelphia, the that's yep. a good one. Very that's good. a good one. I don't know why I remember this. I don't even watch the Oscars. Isn't that weird? I know. Well, you can know the Oscars without having yeah, watched I usually the Oscars. Catch the, I, usually I, wasn't, catch the I wasn't alive when uh, George Washington was president, but I'm still aware <laughs> that he was president. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I've got a pretty good knowledge of a trivial aspect of life, not just the, <laughs> not the first president of the United States. A little bit different. <laughs> All right, Dunaway, your turn. Yeah. Wow. It seems like I remember after Sean Penn beat up Madonna, he went on to the Oscars. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was no right, wait. Man. He beat up the reporter. No, that's he beat not up right. The reporter, exactly. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, I knew he beat up somebody. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go with Sean Pink. They're always they're always saying he's good at stuff. That was <laughs> totally wasted. Uh, yeah. Five times he Hope was nominated for best actor, and zero times for best supporting actor. But he has two wins. Uh, Dead Man Walking. That's better than I thought. And I thought I was out. I thought I lost. Uh oh. Dead Man Walking and one other thing. Oh, um, uh, not, the, not the one where they were all, one of their childhood friends was like a molester and they found a body or something. What was that called? <laughs> yeah, that was called Mystic River. And <laughs> Mystic that actually River. is the one that he got nominated, <laughs> that he won for. Oh, uh, he was good did at that. not win for uh, Dead Man Walking. I think only Susan Sarandon uh, won for that one. But he also won for Milk. Oh, Milk! Harvey oh. Milk! Harvey how do you, how do you win Harvey for milk? milk? Where's Harvey oh. Milk? Are you Harvey Milk? Are you Harvey Milk? All right. Sorry. Oh, my turn. Uh, uh, it is. Back to you. A uh, d- uh, guy what just retired. You all drink your, mil- your Harvey Milkshake. Um, uh, oh! I will, uh, I will come for you no matter what occurs. Um, uh, hold on. Hold yeah, on. This is fun. No, we're not going to help you again. This is the uh, best part. This is the best part. You struggling. Uh, why can't I think of that guy's name? Uh, uh, it's called Age. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to. I can't think of his name. All right, I'll say George Clooney. We'll wait here all I, I day if we have to. I can't think of the other guy. So George Clooney. I can't think of the other guy. Oh, no, really? <laughs> I can't think of it right now. All right, well, let's move over to George Clooney then. 
Um, I know he's done give a you some of- time to think about that one. Uh, <laughs> think about your answer. Think about your answer. Although <laughs> you won't have much time to think because Scott's going to have to come up with another one. George Clooney has four nominations. Oh, three, no. best, three best actor. One no, I just thought of it. Actor. I just thought of it. I just thought of it. Can okay. I change or is it? Do I have to? You, you're the rules. well. George Clooney st- t- stole your mulligan, your first mulligan. So oh, okay, so that was wrong. That all right, was wrong. Uh, all right, he did it directing stuff too, and I think that's why I'm mixing all in there. Um, all right, so yeah. let's do. Uh, let's get Daniel Day Lewis as his freaking there name. You go. Oh, that's a good one. There yes, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, six nominations all for best actor he's won half of them he's won three times wow. okay uh, uh, uh because of the the the, the milkshake movie uh-huh, uh-huh uh the one where he's the name of the father or someone's got his father's name whatever that is in the name of the father and then uh uh <laughs> and then i don't know That's no okay so uh he lost actually to tom hanks uh the same year of in the name of the father lost to tom hanks for philadelphia uh his other his wins were my left foot there will be blood milkshake and lincoln He is also nominated for phantom thread and gangs of new york okay oh he's so good he's so good in that gangs of new york do you don't the top hat? No. The, I, 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 oh, he's I, the top hat. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Yes, I do. Okay, he's wow. The totally. top he's the top wow. hat. <laughs> I've seen it once. <laughs> you should see it again. It's fantastic. It made a big impact on me, right? Yeah, Can't awesome. wait to go back to see it again. Yeah. Who else is in there? DiCaprio? Who's in that? Uh, um, DiCaprio's in it, yeah. And some All right, other so people. I saw this movie yesterday, so I'm just going to go with some actors He's that are in my head. for actors, Scott. Don't let him get away with it. <laughs> right? We already did DiCaprio. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Ibbitt. You're supposed to be a bystander. I'm not going to give you, you anything new. a piece new. of poo? I'm, I'm giving you, you nothing new. <laughs> nothing I don't already know. Right. Go for it. <sighs> um, okay, so I, 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 I watched Falling Down to the Day. I'm going to go with Michael Douglas. It was oh, just, good, Michael Douglas. I love that. He, he seems like somebody who at least got nominated. I don't know if you're ever wanting. Uh, yeah. Why don't you serve breakfast? It's it's nine fifty nine. Why can't scene. I get breakfast? <laughs> just uh, go ahead and eat your breakfast there. Just, just settle down. Just, mm. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Uh, good oh, choice. Shoot. Except not for this. Uh, Michael Douglas has <laughs> been nominated. <laughs> Where is it? Twice, right? Oh my God, is it that bad? I think it's twice. I'm not even finding him. Yeah, he's, but he's Hollywood royalty. Doesn't matter. I think um, it's twice for him. If I a nomination, I mean, he never won anything. Yeah, I'm looking. Hold on a second. Wow. I do want to find out. While you're thinking about your second answer, yeah, I've already got one. What do you got? Now this is your, that was your with, second mulligan. I'm going to go with uh, Robert Duvall because. There, I watched the same movie, and I'm just grasping at actor straws. <laughs> Robert Duvall? Yeah. Yes. Robert Why Duvall, do you say Robert it like Duvall. that? Yeah, Robert Duvall's a good choice. Uh, seven nominations. <gasps> three for Best Actor, four for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Oh, God, I should have went with him first. He's o- often first. supporting actor, and he's always good, man. That guy's yep. great. Um, all right, good pick, Brian. That saved, you, saved your ass. Oh, God, so how many I have left? I still have one? Uh, well, you, you don't have go. no. That was your second mulligan, so you can't. So uh, I've got, I, but I'm still in the game. Yeah, you're still in the game. Yeah. Okay, just, so I just got to wait for Scott to mention another actor by accident. Exactly. And solid. Yes, All right, exactly. go ahead. All right, yes. let's go back in time. I'm thinking old actors oh. now, and we're going to go okay. with uh, with uh, let's let's get a look. Let's dust off old Cary Grant for a minute here. And see what's Ooh, going on. Oh, that's a good, good choice. Cary Cary Grant. Judy, Judy, Judy. Um, he's great. 
Where is he in this list? I know he's oh, in geez. the list. I know he's in the list. Oh, he's got to be in there. <gasps> Are you kidding? What? I'm not kidding. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> Mulligan number two. I know. Uh, I don't think he's... Uh, oh, my he's, goodness. No. Uh, only twice. Um, where the heck is it? Nominations. There we go. Really? He got it for the Academy's Special Honorary Oscar in 19... 19- oh, no. He got a runner-up with Special <laughs> Honorary. <laughs> you can't win. Squat. Yep. yep. There we go. Uh, Penny, Serenade, and None But the Lonely Heart. Two nominations. Okay. Damn it. I have to go right away, Still, right? still looking for Michael Douglas. I'm giving you a second. Okay. I don't know why he's not in the list, even like saying... Um, oh yeah just uh one nomination for for michael and it was it was probably for the the one where what's her name freaks yeah, out and tries wall to kill street him. oh wall street wall street's oh, yeah. the only one i'm surprised <laughs> that's right wall street but he did win for it but um right apparently greed was not that good no hmm. clearly not um Ooh, I'm really torn on this. But old school is really good. I, I, I didn't think about all the old stuff. And it makes more sense because we talked about it last week. It's like the longer in Hollywood, the greater chances. Well, let's go yeah. with our, our most, uh, the dude who just won. Uh, let's go with Anthony Hopkins. See how Go he with that guy. That's, That's a, a good, good one. Yeah. Six nominations for Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, yes. Most recent one didn't even bother showing up. Um, four <laughs> oh. nominations for best actor. Two nominations for best supporting actor. Yeah. Terrible. You terrible eighty-year-old man, not wanting to travel the world <laughs> during COVID, to accept your stupid well, he thought, six. He's like, There's no way I'm getting it. Bozeman's getting it. I'm just going to stay here. I'm not even going to watch the Oscars. And, yeah, I really think he thought that. Well, I think so did. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two wins, including the father. Of course, the other one, the uh, the other obvious one, Silence of the Lambs. Right. Hello, which fairies. won every major category. I think, In the third year. movie, I'll eat the brain of that guy from. That other movie. All right. Um, all right. Well, that's that it. other movie. It's your turn. It's your turn. Oh, it's my time. Yeah. It's my time now, Scott. Goodfellas. That's my who time. I meant. I was Down here, of... it's my time. Up there, it's your time. He ate, he ate Ray Liotta's brain in the third. Uh... Problem. <laughs> the third Problem movie. is, you didn't you didn't give me any good. Nope. Good stuff on that one, Scott. He didn't. He didn't spill any other and actors. I, and I'm still trying to be old school. I know we said Jimmy Stewart, and I said Marlon Brando. It's my middle. Middle Hollywood, not super old. Did you say Cary Grant? I think that's what you said. I don't know, didn't we? Uh, mm. uh, he went up that... Uh, he went with the Queen of the Nile that one time. Hum- Humphrey Bogart did a couple of oh. decent films that's back in the day. Pretty did, good call. But, yeah. but, he's more like, but he's more like the people's champion. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Humphrey Bogart. Maybe he... Maybe people still nominated him i'm not liking how quiet <laughs> right now. uh humphrey bogart three times oh, oh no unfortunately uh, <laughs> yeah uh three best actor nominations only won once uh for the african queen with um, yeah yeah african queen dang dude yep. i would have almost I, he was on my list of like last second like safety calls I'm right sure he would have been, been, been a one. good choice but yeah. that means Michael Tiger Fahey is a winner. Woo! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, how you doing over there? You doing all right? You keeping with us? Oh, 
doing great yeah i i was taking a little break from studying for my uh law school finals this morning checking in on tms and i happened to get on the show oh that's great we're always looking for pro uh, pro bono kind of uh, somebody in the uh, audience who can help us out with a weird case here and there so i'm glad you're for sure we might need that bar (laughs) when you pass the bar you let us know and we'll we'll bug you i'm sure yeah maybe in a couple years but uh yeah i've been working on my podcast after uh, antp and it's going well Well, gonna launch in about a month very excited about that Yeah, very cool that's awesome well done dude uh, well, also well done on picking the right horse in this here race. Uh, that means that these uh, prizes will be sent directly to you, but you got to send me an email address. So, or an, uh, sorry, send me an email, and then I'll get your shipping address. That's what'll happen. Send, mail me a letter with your email address. Yes, yes. friend me through the mail. Anyway, that address is Scott at FrogPants.com, and I will hook you up then. Congratulations, well done, and we'll see you soon. That's right. Let me give you guys the list of uh, Clark Gable. Uh, Clark Gable. Uh, no, actually, I thought he would have been a good one, too. Um, somebody said Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, I think, oh. has only been nominated once. Oh, wow. For Mr. Mom. No, he had bird, one for uh, Big Short. Bird or Man. not Big Short. Um, the one about Birdman. the Catholic molester thing. Was he uh, Spotlight? For that? Yeah, wasn't he nominated for Spotlight? Oh. Uh, let me take a look here. He's not on the list, which is two or more. Hmm. Maybe not. I may remember that wrong. He was excellent in that. He was excellent. Yeah, only only 2015. He'll get a posthumous for uh, uh, duplicity or multiplicity when he dies. It'll all be done. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, here's everybody else you could have said really quickly. Right. Lawrence Olivier, Spencer uh, Tracy, Paul yes. Newman. Paul Jack Did Lennon. we say Paul Newman? Nobody said Paul Newman. Peter O'Toole. He's a tool. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Ah, what? Richard Burton. Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine, of uh, course. Uh, Gary Cooper. Gene Hackman. Gary Frederick Cooper, Marsh. Wait, is it the same Michael Caine that Christopher Nolan stunt casts in all of his films? Is that Michael Caine? <laughs> yeah, it's the same. Okay. The very same one. All right. Uh, cool. uh, Paul Mooney, uh, Gregory Peck, Albert Finney, and Arthur Kennedy. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Yes. Arthur yeah, Kennedy. His name's really... I wouldn't have guessed most of them. Good old <laughs> Arthur Kennedy. Yeah, I don't know who, who that know, is. You know, from films but... like... <laughs> oh, I love that one. It's so yeah, good. that's a really good one. He was awesome. Obviously, he was really good. Yeah, the director's cut was good. The colorization, pretty bad idea. Anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, Brian, you did it. Uh, you you helped uh, you helped somebody win. That's what matters. Right. I, I just so hope that next week is another Oscar question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. See, what's funny is Brian tries to see them all before the Oscars. I tend to see them trickle after. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of on my way with that. I've I've got a few under my belt, and I'm going to keep going. Sure. My next too bad we, is, um, we didn't trickle back to <laughs> hey, last pa- year. Parasite's right. happening. It's happening. It's there. It's for me. I'm going to see it. <laughs> it's it is. There's no way that Parasite's going to be as good as all the lead up uh, that I've been giving it. Like what? what? Okay. The more asking. If yeah. I if I had okay, let's say I had this as a TV screen, and here's yeah. that, and then right next yeah. to it is that octopus teacher deal oh my octopus teacher yes i should watch that first or what should i watch in order how, how should i handle it uh watch octopus teacher when uh carter is available to watch it with you and uh she's in the chat room hey carter oh good uh, and then watch parasite uh at your at your convenience at leisure. so carter no reason just want you to you know watch a movie with me and uh she's mad at me because yeah. yesterday it- we're watching that mitchell's versus the machines which i cannot recommend enough yeah and it has, it has a very sweet, sad, but melancholy kind of family moment. 
Sure. And she's mad at me because I, I it's on and I'm going, I'll bet this is making her a little sniffly. So I just lean forward and look at her. And then she's like, stop it, dad. What kind of dad looks at me while I'm... And she's like all pissed at me because I watched her cry while the thing happened. So Tina does the same thing. She gets she doesn't get mad that I make her watch a sad thing. She gets mad if I look over at her and she's... <laughs> She's uh, wiping a tear away. It's like, Don't look at me, I'm a monster. I didn't ruin the moment. She says I ruined it. I didn't. I just looked at you. That's all. Carter in the chat room says the trailer for my octopus teacher made me cry. <laughs> great. I like it. She's emotionally in sync with things, and it makes me happy. And I know she's annoyed yes. when I do this, but I like it. Anyway, all right. Uh, that's it, Brian. We're going to do the boop show tomorrow, so everybody tune in tomorrow afternoon, three thirty Mountain Time, where we talk about indie games, indie news, indie stuff. We're all about the indies. There on the Boop Show. Anything else you want to mention before we go? Sure. If you want to tune in tonight, I'll be doing my Boop Show homework. We are the caretakers. Uh, real-time strategy, Scott. Oh, R- RTS, yeah. you say? Oh, I have that one, too. I'm oh, that, curious what your based? take on that is. Yeah, I, yeah. Also, I also anyway. have it. It's very weird, that game. Yeah. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll talk about all that tomorrow. Bye. All right. He's gone. <laughs> Now we're going to take a break. When we come sure. back, uh, we're running a little late, but not too bad. We'll have Bill here. Uh, we got a great question for Bill that I think a lot of us will relate to. So stick around for that. And then, of course, Stephen Schleicher after that. Before all that, though, a song prepared, curated, cooked, and served by Brian Ibbett. Yeah, so it's been a long time since I've uh, played some uh, electronic music on here. So let's get to that. This is from Australia. It's by a guy named uh, Timothy Poulton, who performs as Timothy and the Apocalypse. They have a brand new, he has a brand new album, his first uh, LP called Future So Bright. Here is the first song from it. It's called You Ought to Love Me. Here's Timothy and the Apocalypse.
What are you laughing at? Why do you laugh so much? What are you, happy? We purified by our kisses are eternally healed. This is the morning stream. A lot of recommendations for that octopus teacher there in the chat. It's very, very good. You're going to see it. All right, that song once again. Once again, that song is from Timothy in the Apocalypse. It's called You Ought to Love Me, but they say that name so many times, you've probably already figured it out. Oh, well, very nice. Uh, all right, let's get Bill in here and have a little Bill time. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bill Duran, he is Punished Props' own, and uh, he joins us, as he always does on Mondays, to talk a little bit about the world of makers and making things. Bill, welcome back to the program. Good morning. Sorry, Good morning. sorry, we're late. We're, we usually get you about uh, okay. ten minutes ago, but uh, we're. I blame Brian uh, Dunaway. Uh, yeah, really, it's his fault. We know it. Completely is. his fault. Nobody else's. Those games never go long because he always has to introduce every. I love his introductions of stuff. His answers are never just like Tom Hanks. It's right. well, we know him from such films as and these TV things, and he'll just go right, on for a exactly, day before yes. he'll say the name. I love it. Don't go changing. All right, hey, Bill's here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about. Uh, this is a question. I'm really glad somebody asked because I have this question of Bill and I know how I handle it, but it's also a different world of creation that I live in than Bill does. And so maybe he handles it differently. So uh, I'll just read it. Here it is. It's from somebody named House Boys with a Z. House underscore boys. My favorite rap group from the 90s. <laughs> That's a cool name. It says, hey, has Bill ever scrapped a project midway through because things just weren't working out? And if so, how does he deal with that and move on? Simple question. Probably not a simple answer. I don't know. But Bill, how do we want to? Uh, how do you want to address that? What do you do when you've got something you're like, oh man, this is just not working out. I gotta start over. Or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. I, I have a gigantic pile of shame. <laughs> these are these are projects that were started and never finished. Mm. Uh, these are there are dozens of projects that have stalled in the research phase. Um, I have several scratch builds that have completely stalled. Uh, and I have many, many unpainted resin kits. Mm-hmm. Some of them, many of them I've, I've traded friends. I, I make resin kits. My friends make resin kits we traded. Some of them I've paid lots of money for. And they're just sitting on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's my, my pile. My personal pile of shame is actually probably a lot larger than most people. Uh, but also, I've started hundreds of projects. Yeah, uh, and I'm here. I'm here to say it's okay. It's all right to have a big pile of unfinished projects. For you, it's like a sketchbook, just very physical, object oriented. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, because I've I've heard I'll, this before from other people. Andrew Smith here in in Salt Lake City, who does a lot of sculpture work, uh, made that that uh, big. Uh, hand with the gun trophy that we use at Nerdtacular. Oh yeah, yeah. Really, really talented exactly. dude. And he's he's used to making big installations with crazy perpetual machines and ball rollers and all that kind of stuff. And I've been to his little like construction barn place, and it feels like that. Like a, if you didn't know any better, you'd say, "Well, what's this junkyard full of wonderful things?" But what it is, it's a million ideas. And how you jot those down is you go you go weld three things together. That's that's the sketch. And then <laughs> right, you may right. put it away for right. a while and then later come back to it. Or you may never. But 
for those of us who work with paper or digital, we don't, you know, we have stacks of paper. We don't have a warehouse full of, of stuff. So just yeah, seems suddenly like, you got to find a place to put all these unfinished projects. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's a orders of magnitude, bigger, bigger of a management problem. And in your case, I mean, right now that you're in between studios, you're moving stuff around. That's probably even harder, right? Cause you gotta, you, you kind of have to temporarily not downsize, but you have to strip a little bit before you right. move out again and then get bigger again. And I don't know. It sounds hard. It's it's actually it's kind of convenient. Um, anything I, I moved my entire shop three years ago, and I'm moving in again now. Anything that I stumble upon that I haven't touched in three years, like there are projects I have moved from my basement to the shop, and those projects are going to get moved back from the shop to the basement, yeah. having never been worked on. Uh, I can take the opportunity to look at those projects and be like, uh, "Hey, Bill, be honest with ourselves." You ever gonna do this thing? <laughs> Does it make the move? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I may I may do some culling, uh, but but I do want to mention to anyone, and I know lots. Everyone who makes stuff has projects they never finish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. Those projects, uh, if you keep them, uh, they may re-inspire you a few years down the road, uh, or maybe you'll end up taking that half-finished thing and passing it on to someone else if they want to finish it. Sure. Uh, or. Or maybe you got everything you wanted out of that part of the build, and it'll never see the light of day again. And that's fine, too. <laughs> yeah. That's totally fine. Mm. I even have a builder and unfinished project. I've got the space gun that I've uh, uh, glued together, sanded, and gotten ready to paint, and I've never painted it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. but he, he, he um, did his I, he I never his painted part. one for myself. Brian, oh, don't really? you worry. Well, yeah. I'm surprised. Wow. <laughs> I've painted a lot of them. Don't don't yeah. worry. But you've painted I just don't now. have any myself. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, hilarious. That's, that's and so after funny. having painted like 20 or 30 of them, I don't really want one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, do you yeah. have do you have anything that you have had where you're like midway through it and you realize it's not going to work? And then you just feel regret about it? Or does that just not even enter your mind? You just move on? Not really. Usually what happens is I get really amped about a project. I start it for a couple of weeks and then something else captivates my imagination. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of drift away from that other project. And then after a while, I see it sitting there and I'm like, ah, let's just put that in the box and put it on a shelf and forget about it. And that's right. kind of just what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds good um, for for me. If... Uh, uh, for anyone, anyone having trouble, um, this uh, specific case. Let's say you're the kind of maker who starts projects but has trouble finishing them. Right? Um, all, every project you start never gets finished. Uh, something to consider if you're stuck in this bind is to look at the entire build process and pick out which steps you enjoy versus the ones you don't. Uh, and in that case, consider joining forces with another maker who enjoys the parts of the build that you don't enjoy as much. Mm. Uh, if you, uh, we'll stick with prop and costume making. If you, uh, really don't like painting, right. But you are totally cool with like scratch building stuff. Like you enjoy the fabrication part. Maybe you're the mm-hmm. fabricator and you mm-hmm. find a partner who can paint and the two of you work together to make really cool stuff. Right. That's um, a really good point. I love 3D printing. Uh, not so great at 3D painting. <laughs> right, right. Uh, or 3D modeling. So I know a lot of makers who are in the cosplay scene, uh, but they focus on the 3D modeling part. And they'll offer that as a service to other cosplayers who need a 3D model of a prop made. And they'll hire out to them. They've found, like, I'm, they're, they're good at 3D modeling. That's the part they enjoy the most. 
just focus on that part of the build and team up with other people to get projects finished. That's totally cool too. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing to consider when we make something, when we, when we engage in the act of making, we're looking to have a specific experience during that process. Uh, we want to eventually have a thing, an end product, but the, the, the hours spent creating, we want to tailor that experience too. Uh, and consider what it is that you want to get out of that experience and focus on it. Um, how the, the last thing here I have is how do I finish so many projects? So how, how do I do that? And I do. I was just actually updating my list. I have a list of every project I've finished since t- 2009. Oh, I finished 212 projects. Um, and those are all individual projects. So, for example, my Kickstarter was one uh, project, but I cast 130 guns for that project so just to keep that in mind <laughs> i've finished a ton of projects yeah, and i haven't wow. even listed my books on here yeah um how have i done that well first of all it's part of my job if i don't finish any of my projects i don't make a living that's really that's a really that's good motivator motivation. yeah yeah wow. mortgage is uh, uh the, the, the ultimate motivator yeah. right and i can t- i can tell um we've gone through periods where we've posted lots of videos or we've gone through periods where we haven't posted very many videos at all and i can watch the numbers that literally the income i can i have i can see the graph of it starting to um dip a bit when we don't finish a lot of projects when we don't put a lot of work out right um and that's like whoop, whoop, oh boy that's starting to tick get a little small we better uh, put some more projects out better finish some of those projects we've been meaning to do sure um i've also been able to uh, find a craft where i i generally enjoy every step of the process um i like planning a build i like fabricating it i like molding and casting i like painting i enjoy every step of it i also enjoy filming it i also enjoy being on camera um if you find yourself stalling after the first step of every project in a certain hobby, let, let's say you give cosplay a try and you just can't get into it. Perhaps experiment with other similar hobbies. I know so many people who got into making through cosplay, but have turned to a different creative pursuit kind of halfway through. A lot of people have gone to like painting minis for D&D or mm-hmm. Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Like I see so many people transitioning their cosplay hobby into other creative pursuits. Well, because they, there's there's plenty of connective creative tissue between those those two things and you might find Absolutely. that you prefer one over the other or whatever. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Oh, especially uh, like, like painting armor or painting props. Hand painting stuff or learning how to airbrush, those skills translate to so many other hobbies. Sure. Sure, sure. Um, I'm excited. The new version of, um, they, we got a glimpse at it at the last Apple event, but the new version of Procreate has model oh, painting yeah. um, stuff built into it. Paint onto a model. Yeah. It looks really rad. Like, I can't, oh. I can't even quite tell what's going on there yet, but um, the, the community around Procreate is losing their minds. They're pretty ex- excited about it. So. We'll see what happens. One would assume once that hits out, that will also include all sorts of export options and 3D printing options and all sorts of stuff because those guys tend to go pretty pro with that. So Yeah, it sounds really yeah, cool. We'll see what they do. Um, uh, right. yeah. There's two more things here. Yeah. One, deadlines. Even if you make up deadlines yourself, which is what I do, there's no one telling me I have to put out a video on a certain day. Um, but those work really well for me. If I have a self-imposed deadline, I know it has to be finished by that point. And I tend to uh, to meet those deadlines. Uh, but also, when you're starting a project, making milestones uh, can help a lot, too. Even if you just 
write down like five steps that you want to hit uh, during this project. I find that helps me always having uh, the next step to look forward to, uh, which helps get me to that. Uh, and it also keeps me on track, keeps my progress on track, which is really helpful. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. You said there was one more thing. Sorry. I think that I think I covered it. There oh, we go. There you go. You got them all in one. You got two for one, two for a two for. <laughs> right on, right on. Well done. Uh, well, d- d- great advice. And uh, if any of you, uh, hopefully some of you are like, oh, I don't feel so bad about not finishing that thing. And maybe I'll get back to it. And maybe just don't think about it so much. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Uh, yes, you remember, can, remember yeah. that even if you're having trouble finishing your projects, that Bill doesn't finish all of his projects too. There you go. One of the, but the, also that... <laughs> I have finished a lot. So. <laughs> yeah. Finish more than you don't, maybe. Or, that, that's, right. a that's a good goal. That is a healthy goal. goal yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you're finishing, then you don't want to Da Vinci this thing. He was only super popular after he died. So, you know, <laughs> right. try to do more while, while you're alive. Uh, all right. Hey, that's uh, going to do it there for Bill. Usually leave us with a little bonus link to somebody else's work or whatever. What do you got this Yeah. Week? Got a video from Destin over at Smarter Every Day. They made a little uh, weed whacker uh combat oh. <laughs> arena <laughs> uh smarter every day is the channel two weed eaters hit each other is the name of the video they're trying to figure out what the strongest weed eater wire is so they pit them all against one another in a chaotic like ballet battle, battle royale oh this of, is hilarious of insanity it's awesome oh my gosh they really go all in here look at this, this looks stuff. so dangerous like yes <laughs> The slow motion is so cool, though. It's so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, they... Sh- okay. I'm- they, they have a bracket and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm full right, on I'm glad this. they're not holding the, the weed whackers like they've got machines that are doing it. Yeah. They built a whole rig for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they deserve the 1.142 million views that video's gotten <laughs> absolutely that's very good all right uh bill duran everybody punishprops.com is the place to go and follow him on twitter while you're at it he's at chinbeard bill have a fantastic week toodaloo bye now see ya that's pretty cool i'm gonna watch that, that is really cool later. god seeing those things in slow motion you don't realize how flexible and malleable they are right they look like spaghetti like limp spaghetti noodles but yeah these things, but when you it's know, happening you, you feel like you're it's like laser whipping like yeah it's really really cool all right uh what do we do now oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) couldn't remember what i was typing here we go steven schleicher from major spoiler is going to be joining i wonder if he'll want to talk about that new marvel uh he very well he very well might i loved it it was awesome i did too i had the feels oh so good finally seeing a little bit of little bit of footage from eternals too yeah we get an idea of the at least the tone of it sort of It's not a lot, yep. but uh, all right. Well, let's play this so we can do this. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. Steven Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com, uh, where all your pop culture needs are met. Hello, Steven. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hey, hey uh, so what'd you think of that thing? I assume you saw the, the little stinger trailer thing for the Disney thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where yep. they changed all the dates on, on some of the things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But finally gave us some names that we hadn't seen before. Yeah. What's the yeah, Marvels? As far as the, uh, tell me more about Marvels. Is Marvels like a, a Ms. Marvel and, and, and Captain Marvel and all the Marvel people? <laughs> exactly right. So okay. uh, Marvel's Ms. Maisel, I believe. Right. Is, yes, uh, <laughs> it's the, exactly. So the Marvels is uh, is Captain Marvel two, but in addition, we are also going to get the introduction to Ms. Marvel. That's why you have the S on the end, Kamala Khan, 
who is um, uh, probably one of the newer characters in the Marvel Universe. Uh, maybe mostly she gets a lot of uh, attention because of her Muslim heritage uh, right. that she is. And so, you know, it's it's going to be pretty interesting to see that representation on the screen. In fact, that's one of the stories we were talking about this week, because uh, over the weekend or late last week, they actually uh, had the um, the actress, uh, Amon Vellani, in her official suit from from the uh, from the movie, um, from stuff that was being shot on, on the street. So it's, it's pretty like cool the, to, well, from the movie or from the TV show, because the TV show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, from the TV show. Right, yeah. right, right. From the TV show. But then she's also going to be in the movie as well. Right. right. And she looks great. And I really like that character. I love it when a comic when a when a comics studio. Well, you know, Marvel in this case, DC in some cases where a character really gets out on its own and becomes part of the permanent fabric of the right. universe. Like mm-hmm. uh, in the case of DC, uh, Harley Quinn's a good example of this. Comes out yes. of the animated series and then just sticks, but sticks in such a way that it's like, you can't imagine DC without her in it now. Same thing right. with, with Ms. Marvel, which is more of an or, you know more of a natural, like here's a new character we're introducing. But I love when they take on that level and then stick with us. I think that stuff's great. Her powers are awesome. She's really mm-hmm. cool in that video game. She's the best thing about that video game. That she is the best year. thing about the Marvel Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Video game. She's just, I awesome. would agree. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, the part that got me was the stuff in the beginning and remembering all of us in those theaters in Vegas, watching those two, mm-hmm. those two uh, Avengers finales and just losing your mind when Captain America thinks he's all alone. And then everybody shows up and how the audience just freaking loses it. It's so great, dude. Yeah. I have what a question and I, I, I've only got, I only watched it once, but you know, they've got Stanley yeah. doing the talk. Yeah. Is that Stanley? I mean, I assume oh. so. <laughs> I hope so. Jeez. God, it'd be horrible if it wasn't like, if it was some sort of uh digitized, uh, deep fake kind of thing. Could be. Yeah. Could that be was I... because there's something about the voice that doesn't sound like the last time we had Stanley at a comic book convention, uh, the last time he was up on stage doing stuff. And so certainly they could have done something where it's just like, Hey, can you read this stuff? But there was just something in the voice that it really made me go. I don't think that's Stan Lee. Oh, really? I think it is. I, I, I think, think it's, it was just it recorded is. at some sort of like Comic Con or or something like that, which is why there's a little bit of echo echoiness. Yeah, there, maybe there, there could have been a combination of things. Could be some interviews mixed in with some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, right. It mm-hmm. may not have been the same sitting, but if you're saying there's a deep Lee fake going on, mm. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Adobe introduced this, Oh man, it's got to be almost 10 years ago. And now there are these, uh, uh, softwares online where you feed it like 30 seconds of your voice and it will, then you just type whatever you want it to say. And it will sound like Scott Johnson's yeah, voice. I needed to, I, I actually love that. I want to, I want to go mess with that, and I never do. I don't know why I don't think about doing it. There's also a site because they can, want you to sign up, and it's kind of expensive just to play around with it. There's a cool site where you can draw your own. Uh, you, you can create a font within minutes that's based on your own handwriting. Oh, nice! It's God. It's I remember so having cool. to do that. Oh, what was the game? Fontographer. It was like a uh, like an old Aldus, or it was some some product uh, application back in the. 90s that lets you create your own fonts but you basically had to like go in and stitch things together and get the the overlap and set all the glyphs and stuff and it took we had to do it for um 
uh, for work because there were that was the only way to get a postscript version of a logo yeah. onto the thing we were doing. <laughs> but it was such a pain in the ass just for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, yeah. But now it's like easy. This little it's oh, so yeah. easy. It just scans it in and goes for it, and then it looks like your actual. Your handwriting. That's great. I remember. I have a vague memory of that too, and I swear, like maybe in our typography class, they said there was something where we had to we didn't have to learn that software. We had to know it existed, and we had to do all kinds of postscript shit. Those were the days, man. You guys were talking about Procreate a few minutes ago. I use it whenever I'm doing some videos, and I'll just use my own handwriting, and I'll do it in Procreate, and then it's got that animate feature. Yeah, yeah. and so I just export that uh, out, and then I can. Uh, overlay it on video as and it looks like it's being hand drawn yeah it's a great way to create like cool <laughs> little animated interstitial stuff uh mm-hmm. actually the animation tools in that are much more powerful than people think you can export stuff at 4k um my daughter just finished her project she's i think she's still in the chat just finished her project for um uh for school which was a big uh video game created by a whole team of like 20 students or something nice and she created the character and all of the animation for this character it's like this little blob and she did all that stuff in there and it came out beautiful exported great got it integrated into the game and feels like it was born there it's 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 really cool that that app is that app is insane the versatility is just insane uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then I don't know what to do for you. Uh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, a couple of quick things before we get to the meat of things here. Um, I'm halfway through Justice League. I already mentioned this to uh, to Brian earlier. Oh, the Snyder the show. Cut? Yeah, I'm I'm having a fun time. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with this. It's not. You know, this isn't this isn't Endgame level. This isn't Marvel at its best. This is DC at its most mediocre, and it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's just you know. Yeah, it really it really needs an it really needs an editor. Yeah, it's long. It's long for no reason. Um, yeah, they, there's a lot that could have tightened up. A lot of you know, women singing on the beach for no reason, and <laughs> like I don't know. Like there's just moments in it where you're just like, well, that that's four minutes I count that I could have cut out of this. But mm-hmm. but it, I, I could easily I could easily take thirty forty five minutes out of this thing. Yeah, but it's but the the concept of like, you know, am I having fun? Is this big dumb loud? Okay, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Wonder- yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. There's totally nothing wrong with it. And the Wonder Woman uh, bits I, are I, better than her last movie, is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the main thing. Uh, I, I think where people might get a little mistaken is that, is does this mean that DC is now moving ahead with the with more Snyderverse stuff? Probably not. I hope not. I hope this is the I mean, they've said it. that they're not. They they basically said, we're not doing this. Yeah. this If this is the cap on that, great. Way to, well done. You've ended it. You've done this little capper at the end. Uh, you you kind of cleared stuff up. It's it is sort of weird to watch a company champion um, <laughs> this concept that they had to fix a freaking movie because the same studio effed it up so bad that now now we're like and now this is Zack Snyder's original vision. You know the thing we should have made the first time. Like it's just mm-hmm. a weird message. I don't understand it. It's very odd. But anyway, uh, we'll see what they do in the future. I'm looking forward to. After watching Tenet, I was reminded again that I actually am, am I am looking forward to. Yeah, there there are movies that could use some more work, and you've you've just mentioned two of them. <laughs> but I want to see what's his name is Batman. I'm excited about that Batman movie, like legit. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah, Sparkly Pattinson. Vampire as Batman. Yeah. Also, okay, here's a problem I have with the Snyder Cut. Sorry, just thought of this. <laughs> Why is uh, J.K. Simmons? Who, I love J.K. Simmons, but he's uh-huh. he's not Commissioner Gordon. He's the head of the paper over in uh, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Jonah Jameson. Yes, 
He can't be the two. He cannot be those hey, two guys. He is now. Let's see. What has he been? He's, he's been in a DC property. In, he's Omni Man. Right, Invincible. Man. Yeah. Yep. So he's got DC Image Comics and Marvel Comics. I'm sure he's got a few more comics uh, properties yeah, but, under his belt. But in now. this in this case, we're talking DC. And we're talking the two cranky men in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Commissioner yeah. Gordon over here, over, hanging out in freaking Batman land, <laughs> and then off in Jimmy Olsen town. The head of the paper over there. That's the other. You can't be that. You can't be that same actor, and then also cross over to Spider Man and be that guy. Like it's just so much of this. I don't get it. I don't know why it's a problem. It's not really a problem. All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm making most of this up. Yeah, Perry White. He still has nothing on Chris Evans, who's been like eight comic book characters yep. over. <laughs> Hasn't he just been the two? I thought he was just the two. no. He was uh, um, the Human Michael Torch. Sarah. So Human Torch and Captain America, the two obvious ones. Uh-huh. The Losers was based on a comic property. Yep. Um, the uh, Michael Sarah. Um, I'll be a kick ass or not kick ass. Um, no, kick no, no, ass, no. Uh, good the, Lord. Why am I? Uh, uh, something versus sorry, the universe. Uh, Billy, there we go. Yeah, exactly. Billy Archer yeah. eats a tree. That's the name of the movie. I can't think of it. Whatever it is. And right? Scott mm-hmm. Pilgrim versus the world. Scott, yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim thank you. Jeez. Your, it's your damn name. You should be able to remember Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> and and if and if you've ever seen one of my favorite movies of all time, Push, you know he's also been one of the in one of the greatest X Men movies of all time. Yeah, the, the Sapphire. Uh... <laughs> yes, exactly. Brian, the but here's the problem: that none of those. My point is is none of those are in the exact same universe except for Torch and Captain America. Whereas, whereas this is him in the DC universe as two different people in the same universe. I guess Wait, who's the other person in the same year? Perry White. No, yeah. Perry White is uh, um, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, wait, was he ever? Oh, I am mixing it up with his uh, mixing it up with Spider-Man's boss. Uh-huh. That's you're what I'm mixing doing. up with uh, J- right. James, James, James Jonah, Jonah Jameson. or J. Jonah Jameson. That's what I'm doing. Never mind uh, that entire rant. <laughs> total waste of space. How, how many days in May, by the way? How many days do we have this month, Scott? I don't know. 30, probably. Who knows what we have? I do know that uh, the 4th is coming up, and that'll be fun, because we can talk Star Wars. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of 4th, did you see that little little bit of a glimpse there at the end of that for just hinting? Scott saw it. I missed it, apparently. Yeah, yeah 2023, 2024, somewhere in there, we will get the uh, the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four, four movie, yeah. They I don't keep... know how I missed it, because I, I cut all the other things, and I think, like I said, I was wiping a tear away from that. It was just as they were getting ready to wipe. It just barely fades in, and then they, oh, okay. they cut out. That's yeah, might yeah. be how I missed it. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of um, uh, the way that Bethesda announced Elder Scrolls Six. It's like they just keep dangling that four at the end of things, but it's not really anything yet. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is on the horizon, but we don't know jack shit about what a Fantastic Four is going to look like in the MCU. I mean, I no, we to. don't know what it's going to look like, but we do know that they have, um, they've got some people already attached to it. Uh, John, John Watts is the director of the film. Uh, okay. He did Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, okay. Oh, like cool, great. Yeah. They'll have a stretchy guy. They'll have an invisible lady. They'll have a rock man uh-huh. and a fiery to- oh, fiery torch man. Did you drop something there, yeah, Brian? Modok just committed suicide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Modok, doesn't that kick off uh, here in a couple of days there, yeah. uh, Brian? A couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 22nd, 21st, 22nd. Oh, I don't, know if, I don't know if I was on screen for that, but Modok just took a header down and uh, wiped out uh, Moyer McTaggart. <laughs> uh, Lasarge, Elder Scrolls 5 is Skyrim. 
try and keep up. I'm just kidding. All right. Um, hey, <laughs> I also read a couple issues of Sweet Tooth, and I just wanted to get that out of the oh, way. Oh, that is a uh, weird, weird comic. I had never heard of it until this trailer for the show uh, mm-hmm. that's coming now to Netflix, is it? I think. Yeah. And uh, it looked interesting, really caught my eye. And I thought, well, what is this? So I, I did a little reading and found out uh, I already followed the dude who made it. He does other comic mm-hmm. stuff as well, mostly a writer. But he wrote and uh, drew the entirety of Sweet Tooth. Yeah, back Jeff for what vertigo i guess at the time uh well yeah vertigo at the time now it would probably be uh black label because there were they did a, a sequel just recently mm. um i think there was like a four or six issue miniseries and they put that under the black um, label name probably that yeah. makes sense but um i'm really quite enjoying it so far it's very odd um, oh well I, I brian let's figure out why scott might uh, enjoy this <laughs> could it be the fact that many people have dubbed it the Mad Max meets Bambi. I mean, could it be? In yes. some ways, oops, that's not Mad Max at all. Hold on. There. Uh, yeah, no, Mad Max. Uh, uh, there's a, well, it's definitely a you know, it's post-apocalyptic and it's dark and it's got some great bloody moments in it and stuff. Uh, the Bambi part is weird. And I'm still not quite used to why all these kids have horns and are half animals and stuff. I guess that'll all come. Yeah, it'll uh, come out by time. the end. But uh, are you excited for that show when it hits? Eh, I'm, to be honest, I just thought it was kind of a high concept um, comic book that I didn't really enjoy. I know a lot of people really enjoyed it and have really gotten a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I and I jo- I like the idea of a hybrid child. Yeah. But you know the part where a little bit of a spoiler here: the post-apocalyptic world that everything is set in kind of is like, eh, I'm kind of done with post-apocalypse uh, now that we've lived through. Uh, both uh, 2016 through 2021. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, but when they go full Mad Max, I'm cool with it. If it's like right after the fall, it's harder because then you're still in the thick of what life would be like if, you know, stuff got weird here. But when they go as far as like War Boys and, you know, <laughs> all that stuff, I feel like it's far enough removed that it's almost its own world and doesn't feel like there used to be normal civilized people in it, if that makes sense. I don't know. But anyway, I'm liking it. I like it a lot. I've been reading it. Yeah, I think, it'll, I think it'll be fine. And I think a lot of people may really enjoy it. Jeff Lemire is a is a fantastic talent. And um, this is one of those things that they're just like, let's just let him run wild with this. And they did. And it was a bigger success than anyone thought. It ran 46 issues in its original series. So it's, it's, it is a complete series. So if people want to read that before the June 4th release on Netflix. Great time to go pick that up. Yeah, Comixology has it, uh, the entirety on their ultimate thing, the five bucks a month mm-hmm. thing, and it's all there. So you can get the entire volume and, and read them there if you want to. That's where I'm reading it. Um, and then, okay, so let's talk about this news about Green Lantern's got its Guy Gardner, a one of the lanterns that is uh, maybe one, maybe my favorite. At least he's a bit of a hoot in the comics. And I loved his his stuff during the... Um, just or uh, not injustice? Yeah, injustice. The injustice run. Guy Gardner plays some really interesting roles in that. Anyway, uh, before we do that, though, in Justice League, there is a lantern shown in a war mm-hmm. that's like five thousand years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to know who that lantern is? No. Okay. Just that was just it's like just fan a service. Lantern. It's yeah, just okay. a lantern because once a lantern dies, the ring will fly off and find somebody nearby that uh, has no fear or shows no fear. And that person will become or has the option to become the new Green Lantern. Well, it almost got Dark Side almost got it. it. Came floating up by his head and he almost put his hand on it and somebody wiped it away or something or did something, whacked it out of the air or something. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, let's get to this though. Let's talk about Guy Gardner. Not everybody knows who that is, but I like him. 
Yeah, Guy Gardner is. Let's see. So when we look at all the when we look at all the uh, uh, the Green Lanterns, of course, we had Alan Scott, which was the Golden Age Green Lantern. Then we get Hal Jordan, the Silver Age Green Lantern. Then we have uh, John Stewart, which mo- I think more people know John Stewart as a Green Lantern than maybe even Hal Jordan and Alan Scott. Sure. But then in oh like '68 or so, I want to say Guy Gardner appears, and he is this very over the top. Uh, misogynist almost to the point uh, type character and most people will recognize him instantly because he has a very bold redhead haircut yeah and he's just a thing he's he's very over the top right like his his uniform isn't the same at all it's like funky like a jacket yeah, it's like a jacket with pop collars and everything with the kind of the sleeves removed kind of thing, vest. Yeah. Uh, many people may remember Guy Gardner uh, from uh, his encounter with Batman, where he's kind of this, uh, again, he's kind of tries to be macho, but sometimes he's not. And uh, Batman just punches him out in one punch. And everyone's like, got him with one punch. He did him with one punch. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, that's where people might know Guy Gardner. He's kind of over the top. And um, depending on who you talk to, some people really don't like him as a Green Lantern. Mm. Some people hate him as a character, but some people love him as just this, you know, this dorky guy who is over the top, um, you know, in, in all of, in all of his actions. Sharon's having fun with the idea that John Stewart is also the famous <laughs> comedian and TV show host. But <laughs> yeah, John Stewart's the one I really glommed onto the most i think for a while yeah. there but in the comics itself i like i, I like it all like the lantern stuff is kind of cheeseball on the outside if you're just barely looking at it and you don't really mm-hmm. dig in but man there's some cool stuff like that that's i don't know that's dc's cosmic universe at its finest and it's yeah. fun i love that they stuff. just kicked off a new green lanterns series i want to say last month or maybe the month before it really has a lot of potential and I think that if people are looking for some new Green Lantern stuff to jump on board with, that new series that they that DC just launched is is really good. Should we film sack that movie? We should probably sack that thing. Well, yeah, absolutely. The Green Lantern one, yeah. yeah. The Ryan Reynolds one. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. 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 Didn't he just? Yeah, watch he was that apparently at the baseball game this weekend. Yeah. And I don't I don't know who this guy is. Red Thunder. He's a I don't know. He's a pitcher or somebody that plays for the for the who's at the Mets oh signed signed a hat to him that says to the Green Lantern from the Red Thunder oh wow <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good I like that a lot um, all right well there's that uh, so that's coming and that's for that yeah series. so that's coming to HBO Max that's right. going to be a series on HBO not a not a movie right uh, and they've cast Finn Whitrock as uh, Guy Gardner you know Finn uh, the old Finn I don't know who that is do we should we know who that yeah, is yeah he's he's like a regular on the whole American Horror Story uh uh, group that gets you know get gets recast in every American horror story. Oh, there you go. Oh, uh, yes, TVZ oh. gone. I don't know baseball teams. I know who this is. Yeah. Oh, he's not who I would have pictured. I think he'll probably do fine, but it's not who I would. It's not how I picture Guy Gardner. But what do I know? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, also, we talked about Ms. Marvel being spotted on mm-hmm. set. We talked about that. That's pretty cool. And the world of darkness heading to the big screen. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I think people may know, uh, what is it, Vampire the Masquerade is part of the world of darkness universe. And so they're now taking that and throwing it up onto uh, everywhere. Big screens, small screens, everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're finally looking at a way to to bring this to a wider audience beyond the, the LARPing and RPG environments that it has been a part of for... 30 years sure uh since 1991 a very Um, very highly thought of video game series as well vampire the masquerade mm -hmm. people love that stuff yeah yeah 
Yeah. That's so cool. that's something that's coming. And uh, if you are a fan of Vampire the Masquerade, look for, for more of this. This is being brought to us by uh, Erica Heiserer. I want to I don't know how to say her name, but she just did uh, the uh, or he just did the Shadow and Bone series. That's on Netflix, which is worth checking out. Oh, my wife and, cannot shut up about Shadow and Bone. I haven't watched it yet, but she, I guess, binged it while I wasn't around and can't say enough about Shadow and Bone. She loved it. Yeah, it was. it's enjoyable. It's based on the book series. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of fall into the Chosen One trope and brings with it all of the Chosen One trope uh, issues and problems. So a lot of it... There's a lot of foreshadowing just by knowing what's going on with that trope. Sure. Uh, but it was enjoyable. I blew through it in a, in a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard it was good. And then there was, uh, what's the other one? Her and I started um, the HBO one. There's only three episodes. Oh, The so Nevers, far. the uh, Victorian X-Men. Dude, The Nevers is cool, man. Is it? That's one of we've, we've kind of been waiting for uh, most of the episodes to drop before we start watching it. But it looks... It looks great. Yeah, yeah it is. It is very much X-Men set in Victorian um, era with some steampunk uh, elements thrown in. The only thing that might trigger some people not wanting to watch it is it is a Joss Whedon joint. Oh, I didn't from know that. top to bottom. I had no idea. That yeah. was his. So There's, just just letting people be aware of that. There's a fair amount of nudity in it. Oh, well, it's HBO. So, yeah. They like the nudes. there? They, I don't like remember seeing any nudity. Oh, there was definitely. Maybe I'm just some, blinking at those moments. Definitely some nudes. Scott there. will send you his spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. I keep track. <laughs> Timestamps. <laughs> yeah, I call it. Uh, it's uh, surskin.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mister was already taken. I don't know what that's about. Right. Yes. Uh, well, all right then. This is a good bunch of stuff, and I'm always excited to talk about these things with Stephen because he is one of our people. Uh, Stephen, this has uh, been great. Anything else going on around major spoilers that folks should check into this week? Oh, I think tomorrow is one of your favorite days of all time, Scott. May the 4th be with you, <laughs> Yeah, and that means Star Wars The Bad Batch drops on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Oh, the uh, oh, cool. They're not been yeah. not bingey though, like first first episode or whatever. Right? No, I think that they are releasing weekly. Oh, mm-hmm. that's too bad. Mm-hmm. I, f- yeah. I feel like uh, how, do, how are we feeling right now? Now we've had enough time where forever Netflix and Prime were like, hey, it's all at once. <laughs> Here it is. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. a few services have come on Disney Plus, HBO, others, and said, eh, what if we still did it week by week? Here we are, Hulu, blah, 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 whatever. Do we now have a consensus? Do we do we wish it was all at once? I do. I wish it was all at once because some shows are better all at once as opposed to having a week between them. Yeah. But I also kind of like the whole, oh, wonder what they're going to do because of this. Sure. Thing, you know, so there's that aspect, which I know is nice. I don't know. I think, it, I think it needs to be done on a property by property basis. Okay. So I, I think some things like we saw with WandaVision really play out better as a week to week. Some things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably could have done release it all at once. Right. Mm-hmm. But Disney sounds uh, so, like they're locked in on the week to week. They're not going to. Yeah, I, because they want to, because they're afraid that. And this is, I think, the big reason why so many companies want to do the week to week is if we release it all at once, Brian's going to come in and subscribe to Hulu just so he can watch Modoc for that one <laughs> for that one day that he can watch it all. And then he's going to unsubscribe and won't come back. Yeah. Whereas if uh, I can keep it going week to week, that means I'm going to cover at least two to three months of any property so that you stick around. Yeah. Listen, we, we have it for Handmaid's Tale anyway. So, you know, give us all the MODOK at once. So my MODOK doesn't need to jump off the ledge again. And, <laughs> uh, uh, and we'll keep watching the Handmaid's week to week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, Brian, did you jump in on the full X-Men Marvel United? Uh, has it come out? The The full hasn't come out yet, has it? Well, no, but the Kickstarter is almost over in a few days. Yeah. So if you're oh, going to yeah. get in I've, on it. I've got, oh, believe me, I was in from get from from 
point A, and I've been increasing my pledge every time yeah, they add a new expansion. Box. Yeah, asking me Brian too. if it, if he's into it is like asking if um, a super or a Batman movie is going to talk about his parents being shot in an alleyway. Of course they are. Right, of course exactly. they are. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, not to say that I've been you know great about painting the other the minis from the first campaign, but uh, you're doing better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Codes from Home <laughs> says, "I wish they just never released them." Well, that's not. That's a bad attitude, Codes from Home. <laughs> Jeez, we like <laughs> this yeah. content. This stuff's great. It's fun. Hey, you know, and, and that's one of the great things, right? Uh, twenty years ago, no, no, not twenty years ago. Forty years ago, if there was a CBS, you know, Hulk TV special, all the nerds were around the TV watching right. because that was the right. only thing we got. And, we the, and the what is it? The Trial and the Death of the Incredible Hulk. Is really crappy entertainment. Yes. Today yeah. we have, we have, have so much, so much. Thor in you, there, and yeah. Matt Murdock yes. is his lawyer. And- <laughs> yes. But today we have so much that if you don't want to watch Star Wars, if you don't want to watch anything that that Marvel puts out on the TV side, or you don't want to watch a Doctor Who, you don't have to, and it's totally fine because they're putting out so much stuff that you can yeah. pick and choose what you want to watch and what you don't want to watch. But the even better part is. There's so much out there that there's something for everybody. I just think it's for an sure. odd take to be sitting there going, I don't want any of this. <laughs> I think he's just, you know, he's just. I don't know. Jeannie's agreeing with him. She's like, they can release all they want. I'm not watching them. <laughs> and that's right. cool. All right. For us. That's, no, Jeannie, that's fine. Uh, make, sure you don't, make sure you don't watch that season finale of Invincible because holy poop. Yeah. No, it's, 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 there you go. Uh, well, all right. Uh, there you go. Hey, Steven. What a what, yes. a what a pleasure it's been, as my dad would say. Thank uh, you so much, Scott. You. And please, <laughs> it's, stay hydrated. Oh, yeah, hydrated. Ah, I knew there was something we had to remember. All right, thanks. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian. Are you, are you caught up on uh, Invincible, by the way? Uh, no, I'm still one episode in and nothing yet. I need to get Gotcha. Okay. Did they finale it or what? They finale the season, yeah. And they got picked up, I think, for two more seasons. But um, Yeah, I need to go in there and, and do it. Yeah, the final, the finale... Uh, more graphic, I think, than the comics were. I think. Yeah, uh, that's good because that's what I want. I want some blood. Yeah, <laughs> there will yeah. be blood. You'll, I want the ring, my milkshake. Yeah. All right. Um. Hey, quick uh, Monday morning mashup. Uh, here on the show. This is from Jamie, who puts these together, and I'm gonna go ahead and play this. Uh, so check it out. It's right here. Check it out. Bye. Here. Here's the problem. You cut it open, and you realize all the beans are down at the end of the shaft. Hello. And like, wow. Then, like, you just made that so easy for uh, I wasn't uh, for Jamie. Oh, my God. It's like T-ball in here where Jamie just whacked that ball. So I got some origin information for you. This is real brief. The term Origin buffet, information? What? Origin information. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just felt something hit my arm. Ew. Some kind of stock looking thing. It was hard to see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call myself Dua Lipa because it means two lips, which is what I have. I have double lips. I'm a juggernaut, bitch. Get your second jab, then lick a toilet. Mmm. Do you not Howie Man... <laughs> Sorry. Do you... How do you... Do not get Howie Mandel wet. <laughs> I didn't realize I did that. I pooped in your taco. Great. Yellow moons, blue stars, green clovers, and my little tasteless turds to watch them all down. <laughs> I make a lot of them. Look at this box. It's primarily my turds. I'm making them right now. <laughs> Good thing there's these blue moons. Have that with the purple horseshoe, why don't you? Someone found out he was putting his wiener in his goat's mouth or something like that. Hardened leprechaun turds. Ooh, put it in the unit there. Put it right in the unit. Stick it in right the, the unit. unit. There it is. I found a piece of shit in the garage. I'm going to 
eat it with my great nuts. Do you think we'll get that study? No. Too much acid. Listen, we have headset on cow. That is all that matters. You just walk away. You see milk? They're giving the milk. You take the milk. There's plenty of milk. And it's because of the VR glasses. I have a whole bucket of milk. It is because of VR glasses. Give him his VR glasses. <laughs> Mild to Hitler's butthole. Wipe side to side. Oh, those two really shouldn't be together. Had to stay in a hotel off the road. They yeah, took to a pee in a Starbucks cup. Oh, I, had to sp- I had to pee in a Starbucks cup. <laughs> While a trucker watched me over here. who's way up here looking at me. Anyway. Real good there. By the way, there's a stop if you want to go up and meet me at the next exit. Bring the pee. Yeah, you bring that pee <laughs> Don't with pour you. that out. You bring that pee with you, boy. You throw out that pee, I'm not interested anymore. Keep it warm by the air heater. Yeah, that's how I like my pee. I want to go warm. <laughs> Way down the road. Way down the I'd road. I'd forgotten how uh, dark that one. Jeez. Yeah, holy shit. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, uh, thank you, Jamie, as always. You can follow him on Twitter at TMS Mashups, and uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, All right, uh, Brian, there's guy. one final thing here about Japanese things. What, yeah. what, what is this? Show me what you're picking out of the box. Oh, oh, right, right. Look, guys, I'm glad Brian remembered. I like to eat. Let's do uh, uh, whatever this is with a fish on it. Okay. Fish thing. Do you see that? I see it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna food taste Japanese snacks today. Uh, let's see here. I am assuming this is gonna reek when we open this. Yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about this one because it's literally a big. It's a fish. It looks like uh, fish kicks. Yeah, fish the, kicks. Fish kicks. Not even, <laughs> not even mom likes it for what it's got or how. Right, it goes. exactly. I'm curious. I'm going to read it before we even read it before we eat it. Read it and then weep it. Uh, let's see. Is there a? Here we go. This fish is frozen. There, that's our theme for today. More like freeze dried fish. All right, I'm opening mine while you do the translation. Yeah, it's not. It's not figuring out. I wonder if that's not. Uh, is that not Japanese? Oh, <laughs> that's not even. Wow. I don't know what to call that. Ooh. Oh God! Oh, you're worrying me. It's like a foot. <laughs> All right, I'm totally not uh, smelling it. I'm opening it. I'm gonna eat it. I'm not gonna smell it. Well, it's definitely fish, fishy, but footy, 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 fishy. I don't know. All right, so we got. I think we have to because there's different balls in here. Yeah, different gotta, balls you can get. We gotta try got at least got at least one green one, one white one, and one orange one. One orange one. Is that all there is? Yeah. Uh, well, there might be. There might be. I can't tell if the, there's a brown one. But I can't tell if. That's... Oh, there's a darker. You're right. There's a darker brown, and then the lighter. Yeah. Okay, do that. Yeah. There's four. Okay. And there's mostly right. the white ones, if I'm it's honest. Mostly white ones. Those are the Lucky Charms leprechaun turds mixed in with these. It's like the marshmallows. Uh, the Utah uh, pop. Trying to decide, should I eat those? Should we eat those separately and see the different flavors, or consume them like we're downing an entire Chirashi bowl? I think we should try ones. them separately. Don't you think? Okay. I don't know. I agree. Okay. All right, I'm trying a green one now. Green first. Oh, I was going to make the joke that um, it's mostly white ones, is the way we talk about our census here in Utah. <laughs> mm. Oh, all right. Okay, it tastes like um, kind of was. Tastes like a corn pop. Yeah, I don't know what to call that. All right, white yeah. one. Let's do the white one. White one? Okay. Let the white one in. Mmm. Mm, kind of sweet. Yeah, it has like a sugary thing. Mm-hmm. Now light brown. 
Okay. Salmon colored. That's the most fishy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, weird. And now dark brown with black specks. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, you I'm know, this eat. is not bad at all. I'm actually going to eat This is these. like, yeah. yeah. They're not bad. Um, like most Japanese stat- snacks, they smell terrible, but they taste pretty good. Yeah, I was really expecting a, a stronger flavor, but they're very, very uh, subtle flavor. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. Okay. Yum. Let's see. Hold on. I'm I've lost my soundboard. Where to go? Oh, there we go. Okay, we're good. <laughs> All right. Hey, we did it. Uh, uh, well done. Oh, who's that? We got to thank. We always forget. Oh, it's Tara. Tara. Thank you, or Tara. Tara. I don't know if she pronounces it Tara or Tara, but uh, my sister's name is Tara. Japan. She sent them to us. That's very nice. Uh, so thank you for that. Same. A reminder that it is a brand new month of the May, May of the month, month of May, and you can support us at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. So head on over there. And uh, pop in and tell us what you're thinking, okay? Because we'd love for you to support us. We need it. It's how we keep the lights on. You can also find us at frogpants.com slash TMS. And all other links are there. Quick reminder, there are only three days left. Wednesday is when the Rock Runners Kickstarter ends. We have one last stretch goal. Let's see if we can reach it. It involves my daughter Carter and her art. Because uh, if we get it, the character art, which uh, is already unlocked, will get renditions by her. So like bonus versions of the character cards. And that will only happen if we hit that final level. So to catch up on what's going on with that, go check it out at rockrunners.art, rockrunners.art. We'll take you straight to the Kickstarter. 48 hours left, folks. So hop in before the real work begins. Okay. Uh, That's it. Brian, let's do a song. Do you have a song? I have a song. Uh, This one's going out to Keaton, who says, uh, hey there, Seagull and Booyah Bays. I'm turning 28 on Saturday, May 1st, which is crazy to me considering I started listening to Frog Pants with the Instance more than a decade ago. Through good times and bad, you guys have always given me great content to laugh with, and I'm forever grateful for that. I know you guys don't have TMS on Saturday, but any day around there will do. I love all of your work. I loved going to TMS Vegas and participating in Overpants and appreciate everything you cool cats do. Uh-huh. Keep up the amazing work, and here's to a great summer. P.S. Scott, play any random clip from Film Sack, and you guys try to guess which movie it's from. Okay. You ready, Brian? I'm ready, Scott. Okay. Um, let's do this one. I think this is one. Never forget the duty of an American. No, that's from a video game. Sorry. That's, I was going to say, is that... Uh... I got to start marking these different, because they're, they're kind of mixed in. <laughs> uh, how about this one? All right. Hey. In the top. No, also video oh, game. It's video game. How about this one? No, it's done away. <laughs> oh, here it is. They call me Kong, eighth wonder of the world, and I'm gonna kick your ass. Hey, man, you've got a great look. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember that either. Kong. Uh, year would have been 2018. February okay. 6th or February the, the, of The year we would have done that episode, you mean? Right. Um, they call me Gong. They call me Kong. Chat room doesn't even know. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know either. <laughs> I have no freaking idea. And this is the worst part. I There's no way to find out. I don't have a way to find out except we can yeah. kind of extrapolate and go, um, you know, go back and look at the dates and see if we can figure out what movie it is, but... I have no no idea who called himself Kong. Let me play it one more time. They call me Kong, eighth wonder of the world, and I'm gonna kick your ass. Hey man, 
You've got a great look. I have no idea. I don't know either. I don't know. All right. Eighth well, wonder of the world. It's not, wonder of the world. It's definitely not Doctor Strange Love, Captain Kipper. I don't know what it is. But uh, we tried. Uh, but here's your song anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, exactly. <laughs> huh. uh, anyway, uh, the song you wanted to hear, you want to hear any cover of an old country song like uh, uh, Willie Nelson, Conway Twitty, Waylon Jennings, or Patsy Cline. Uh, I'm going to go with that one. Patsy Cline actually this is funny because this is a song that that gets attributed to Patsy Cline, but Willie Nelson also did a great version of it. Although this version is kind of almost unrecognizable. This is from the Denmark and Winter album Reimagine Volume 1 from 2015. It's a cover of Patsy Cline's biggest hit, Crazy. Oh, I like I like Crazy. Crazy's great. Yeah, uh, it is great. Sweet. Well, we'll do that and we'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode. Come on back then, you hear?
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.